Hey, this is Russ Payton with Roblin Public Radio. We're playing Base Raiders, but I'm not running this game. A friend of the podcast, Mike is, and it's called the Gold Standard. Hi, Welcome. Hello, everybody. Yes, this is Micah. You may also know me as Gray Walker from around the Discord and the community. This is actually part one of a three-part scenario for uh, a c- upcoming project, which will be real- revealed more later on. But keep posted. Um, and there's three players here tonight: uh, me, Aaron, and Tom. Yay! Uh, I I am playing Crate. Uh, from Glitched Reality, he is a person who has video game style crates that he can summon and do video game kind of things with it, and it's definitely it, fine and definitely not an alien artifact that's you know eroding reality. Yeah, I believe in you, Ross. Mm-hmm. I believe in you. Yeah, there's enough paradoxical uh, things going on in the base Rangers universe that it's fine. It's yeah. no problem. Not even it's canceling each other out. That's definitely true. It's definitely fine and normal. Um, and uh, who are you playing as, Aaron? Hey, uh, this is Aaron, and I'll be playing After Image, a uh, conscripted super spy for the EPSA, uh, who comes from an alternate uh, universe, so she utilizes a uh, advanced holographic armor. Now, question for you in regards to the scenario here, Aaron. Is this from the continuity we followed from the Wild Hunt, where Abigail has since left the EPSA, is on technically the lamb, but is working with the underground at this point? Uh, we could say that is true. So, yes, because essentially she it's like she would have been out for a while, too. It, that may not be referenced in the last game, but, yeah, she, her her loyalties technically are to the underground. All right, I was not aware of another game. I was only working off the Wild Hunt being the last game I heard from her. So, my bad if there was that's another okay. one. Uh, it's just recent, but don't worry. Yep, so basically, yeah, if you want to go with that, that's perfectly fine. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, and, Tom? And I'm Tom, and I'm once again playing Foot High Science Guy. Mm-hmm. The, you know, 12-inch tall little amphibian super genius who was the president and CEO of Blue Matter Technologies. Yeah. And is one other employee, Stella. The spider. The spider alien. Spider alien, I'm sorry. Apologies. Well, I mean, yeah. it's a. The, dry, the dried her, alien? Uh, another dimension type alien, but yeah, she. Yeah. But she's Stella. That's At least that's what I call her because her actual name cannot be pronounced. Because mm-hmm. mandibles do not produce, uh, produce proper vocal components for such things. Exactly. Yeah. But she's the best. She keeps everything organized. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so, yeah. I. What's going on, Micah? Well, to give you guys a little bit of a quick catch-up to, for those that are listening to this uh, and do not know the settings for Base Raiders, imagine the world of any Marvel comic, DC comic, superheroes and villains everywhere you can imagine fighting the good fight. Big quotations there. They've all disappeared at an event called Ragnarok, and it's the year following that when most events will take place. However, for this following set of scenarios, it's actually been an additional year or two. I'm still working out that detail. So we've moved a little bit further along in the the narrative of post-Ragnarok, where at this point in time, more civil arrangements have been made in the status quo that non-humans are able to, well, be legal. 
So instead of them being this, these illegal entities around there, they are now able to walk amongst the streets, but do have some difficulties. They have to have a pass. They have to be make sure that they're not using any superpowers because mundane people cannot, for whatever reason, be able to fly, shoot lasers from their eyes, throw fireballs out their hands. You know, normal people stuff. Not so, Got it. Yeah, it's please don't be superpowered or problems will happen for you. So that's the setting of the world you find your your characters find themselves in. So let's just kind of start off with the three of you. Uh, let's see here. One, two, three. I'll just go ahead and roll a die here real quick and see. Uh, yeah, let's go with Crate. Let's start with just something you're doing in the day. What's something that Crate will be right now working on, whether it's a personal thing or for somebody else just around in his life? Um, I would say... Uh, oh, well, Crate uh, does have this sort of complication where he's obsessed with uh, collecting these imaginary collectibles, you know, like get a hundred of these secret packages to get the achievement. Um, so he is uh, uh, trying to get these uh, Zunko mops. Yeah, Zunko mops. Um, and uh, just kind of like searching various alleyways behind dumpsters and uh, yeah, a bit of urban exploring. Uh, looking for Zunko mops. They, they're not real, but he thinks they are. And it's a, it's a harmless hobby most of the time. Hey, buddy. Buddy there. You over there in the, in the alleyway. What you doing? So, uh, you hear, you know, crate, you hear a voice. It's some dude with a safety vest on, uh, brown jeans, uh, not brown jeans, uh, thick jeans. And you can see that nearby is a dump, is a dump truck. Looks like he's here collecting trash. Oh, um, I'm an urban ecologist. I'm I'm studying the the habitat of uh, uh, the Norwegian rat. Norwegian rats? What are they doing over here in the good old New York? There ain't gonna be no no Norwegian rats over here in New York. We got the Bronx rats dealing with, and those fuckers are big. Oh well, that's a common misconception. Norwegian rats are, are thrive here. That's just the name of the species. I mean, they're they're they 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 came here over hundreds of years ago. Yeah. Um, anyways, I'm just studying the habitat. You know, uh-huh. yeah, uh-huh. very, very normal. Stuff. Well, we got to get the trip now. We got to get the trash out of that there uh, dumpster. Do you mind moving? Oh, yeah. No, please. Your- yeah, yeah. I, I'm done uh, um, evaluating it. Um, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, please go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Thank you. Mm-hmm. By the way, that your little friend over there. Huh? I look over. So over there in the in a trash can that you had already previously turned over it- kind of moving around to and fro just like uh, uh, hitting into things what is it what does he look like the person oh it's the trash it's a trash can overturns like okay. you had like you'd overturned it and something's uh moving around on inside of it oh okay i can't see any part of it i just know something's in there yeah okay um oh uh no that might be a that might be an adult norwegian rat they're, they're, they get quite big here um as I'm sure you're well aware of. Uh, here, let me just pick up this stick and kind of knock it over, and we can see who our little uh, visitor is here. So I just, yeah. Uh, it takes a minute, but you, by taking a minute, it's because as soon as you start tapping at it to just kind of poke it over, it gets stuck, and you see a pair of boots, little, little like, 
bluish boots before eventually the trash can lid, go, uh, the trash can itself goes off, and you see what looks to be a little spaceman, about two feet tall, uh, little arms. Uh, he's got a cane in one hand, and looks like a beard's growing out from where the little visor is. And he just kind of looks around, then looks up and sees you, and just and hands you something. Oh, <laughs> what does he hand me? A little note. Oh, uh, I read the note. It says, come to the... Give me a second where to go. Do, 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 do. Ah. Uh, Grand Estrial Cafe over in the West. Oh, I've, I've heard of viral marketing, but this is, this is entirely... This, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go to this cafe. Have I heard of this cafe? Go ahead and give me a. Do you have anything, any skill related with history or? Uh, let's see. Good what was it? question. Um, uh, I sh- have. Uh, should be networking. Sorry. Networking. I, yeah. Yeah. I have a plus one in that. All right. Go ahead. I, I keep trying to remember the names of things. Uh, four. <laughs> I rolled really well. Four. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yes. It's actually a up and coming franchise. It's. Think of Starbucks, but it houses, well, hires, is one of the first businesses that started to hire uh, non-standard humans and has been growing very rapidly. It's actually got multiple shops opening up, and this little guy seems to be telling you to go to, according to the address here, uh, the first shop that opened up. It's also their, was their largest. Uh, From recent news, you heard that they opened up a new one. Okay. Um, is this note like handwritten or like printed, like typed or something? Handwritten. Handwritten. Um, okay. Well, uh, sure. I'll I'll go. Did you? Do you want me to take you? Little. He he seems to hold up a a weary hand. Like, yes, please help me cross the road. Okay. Um. Well, I'm going to leave now. I, I'm done with my nature studies. I'm going to assist this uh, uh delightful actor. Definitely an actor. Doing some viral marketing, and I'm going to see what this this viral marketing is about. I think it's a free. I get a free drink if I go. Uh, anyway, oh, damn. Wish, yeah, wish I'd opened that trash can. Oh well, back to my job. Well, I mean, you're you're on duty. You can't go to. You can't take a break from work and go to the cafe just because you feel like it. Union. Hey, buddy, you don't you don't know how the union works, the buddy here, buddy. I, I clearly I don't. Uh, you're you're an urban you're an urban explorator and uh, Giotis guy. Oh, you know you you got your own thing. I got my own thing. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll I, okay, sure. Anyways, right. uh, uh, so I head to the cafe with my this this strange little alien person. Uh, All right. You as you walk away, you get out the alleyway. You hear ah, the way you wet. Yes. That's his job. That's not my. That's not yeah. my business. He just made a point. That's not my business. Uh, that's fair. Also, if I use my powers, that could get me in trouble. Uh, yep. Uh, but that is where we will see crate leaving from. Um, from the from there, we go down the list to foot high. Yes. So, what have you been working on recently, foot high? Uh, I have been. I have been working on a, a new generation of laser drills. That I'm hoping that I'm hoping to uh, you know sell to the future space miners, since clearly that's what's going to happen. Future space miners, you say? Yes. Well, you know, I'm sure. Like, I'm sure we're going to be back into mining the asteroid belt before too long. Fair. So I'm, trying to, I, I'm trying to get it on the ground floor by coming up with the tools needed. 
now that I can actually publicly, you know, sell my sell my inventions. Might also be able to get back to the moon and get those people that are still trapped up there off there. Yeah, yeah, we could do that too. I mean, you know, one step at a time, one step at a yep. time. Uh, your assistant is watching the progress. Uh, go ahead and give me a super science roll. Make sure that the uh, it's all going well. Uh, four. Four? Yep. Uh, you finally managed to get the laser to stabilize, which has been a great result. You've been at this so oh, well over 200 times. Thankfully, finally, the lasers managed to maintain its stability and not uh, cause a rift in... Well, well, we'll just leave that alone for later on. That's that was that was a former problem. Now it's not. Yeah, yeah. Like goggles on. Like, like, I'll be damned. It's actually cutting, and we are down to only five Runkin. That is a good radiation level. Not terrible. Says, not not great. Not bad. <laughs> 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 only crawls has minor burns and itching this time. And yeah, checking the and, and checking the uh, you know temporal stability monitor, which I have like. And we're still in the mostly green. All right. I think we're making progress here. Did I mention the itching was of your teeth? Oh, no. Joke's oh, on no, you. Not... Joke's on you. I have no teeth. Yeah, that was they, also, assistant. They, also, they also made a special toothpaste for that, which she does use and had to for a little while there. Also, that's all the more worrisome that you your teeth do itch now, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it's okay. They're very temporary teeth. <laughs> uh, but as you guys are wrapping up your testing, there is a bingo at your uh, main door. Uh, uh, the intercom like, Blue Matter Technologies, how can I help you? Do I need, like, do I, do I, do I need to, like, is there something wrong with the intercom? Do I need to fix that? Uh, she looks over, no, having turned on her communicator. Um, no. Uh, doctor, it looks like, uh, sorry, Professor, it looks like everything's fine. Again, you hear a woo from the communicator. Mm. Well, normally every bad thing in my life happens by answering the door. But surely this will be a different, this will be different. Like, I'll go, I kind of, you know, crawl up onto, onto my, to the, uh, my little platform next to the door and activate the door camera. All right. Uh, as you pop it open, you see a small little figure. Looks to be in a little spacesuit, uh, colored yellow. Uh, he, it, has this uh, little panda bear hat on. Is looking around, uh, then lo- notes the camera, just bluntly waves, and is holding up a little letter. Uh huh. One sec. It will be different this time. This won't be another th- another horrible thing that gets you into so much trouble. Okay. I'll. Uh- I'll open the secondary door that I fit through. Okay. Like, uh, you come. Like, uh, yes. Hello. Um, I, I have an experimental translator. If that is what's needed, it shakes his head. Uh, you'll note that the guy that this uh, figure is just a little bit taller than you. You say you're about a foot tall, so he's about two feet. So he's just a little bit taller than you. Uh, right. but he hands you a a note. A little bit larger than something you could, you know, that you would write, but still, uh, it says, uh, "Please come to the Grand Estrial Cafe." The address is listed, and it is a handwritten note. Hey, I first thought, who writes handwritten notes anymore? I, uh, well, we've mostly achieved. Like, uh, hey, Stella, you want some coffee? 
Mm, I'm good for now, sir. But if you are going out, if you could pick me up something, I would greatly appreciate it. Yeah, no, yeah, I'll bring you something back. I'll take the I'll take the repulsor platform with me. Very good. Uh, she taps away, and the little your little boop, 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 platform comes by. I, I'm pretty sure I can make it sound different, but I just don't want to. <laughs> but you're just gonna he- go ahead and fall and follow the little yeah you know, the little yellow spaceman there. Yeah, I'll do that. All right. Uh, the two of you. Well, he goes trundling off. You just boop, 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 right next to him. Mm-hmm. All right. And that leaves, last but not least, Abigail. So what's um, going on with you? Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, I was just going to ask, how's your day been? You've been enjoying it? You know, everything going fine? Uh, it should be fine. Uh, mostly, I've been working out of the Black Dolphin uh, recent, uh, like recently with uh, coordinating efforts to be able uh, – for getting at least needed resources for the underground in particular. Uh, a lot of working around with food banks to make sure that we actually get specific donations that we had been promised into the area. Although um, I'm specifically doing that in the guises of uh, several other social workers who that's like who have a bunch of different names and looks. So the uh, ESPA that's like ESPA does not get on to me for it. Since I'm still technically away from there, or EPSA, I'm sorry. Uh, as you're kind of there, the bartender's just like, all right, so Rachel, or is it Gertrude, or is it uh, Sophia today? Which one was it? Uh, so, that's, you could just call me Abigail right now. Like I said, I, you technically, unless they're calling you right now, which uh, Abigail looks down, Abby looks down and writes down a number. Uh, Blair Underwood. There you go. That's who, that's that's going to be the uh, the contact we'll be having for this week. All right, Blair Underwood, got it, got it. Just trying to keep them all lit, yeah, put together, Abigail. It's you go through a lot of them, so sometimes it's a little hard to keep up. So, well, most of these are known right now too, and only two of them have been compromised by sparkles. So, look, hey, look, hey, Abigail. I I know you've got your things with, but Sparkles is one of our best patrons here. We got we got a whole wall for him specifically. Not next to the dolphin. We keep we keep that away from the dolphin. Ne- never, we never want to see what happens to Sparks with that dolphin. Uh, yes, Things. and this is again that's more of a containment issue right now. But uh, yeah, never mind. In any case, we should have a uh, shipment of fresh vegetables coming in at least for uh, the afternoon. And also, I managed to get a hold of some of those regents that Beatrice was asking for. So. Uh, that's like they're mostly in the level of industrial diamonds stuff that was put out on the post processor for you. That's like using for sharpening saws and whatnot. So uh, if any of the other uh, entities need that, just let me know. Will do. Don't worry about it. I'll keep you up to date. Uh, thanks for the name stuff. And uh, who are you? I was looking down past you. Look uh, around me. <laughs> Look down. You see a little small astronaut looking person and it's wearing this what's weird is it's wearing an astronaut's suit, but it's also wearing a scuba an old classic scuba helmet and is uh holding a little note up to you. Look it up since I'm not in that's like I'm not obviously not disguised right now. Oh god. Okay you're not from that's like you're you're not a a courier. This isn't a summons, isn't it? Kinda. Do, do you know what it up. means to be served? Are you from this earth? 
still holding the note up towards you. Like oh, little, God, it looks it looks a little bit left and right. Just like, do, do you oh. please? I'm guessing not, unless this is about to explode. So take the piece of paper and open it up. All right, says uh, you are cordially invited to come to the Grand Estrial Cafe, uh, and it lists an address, handwritten note. So, um, put it up to our bartender right now. Have you ever heard of this place before? Uh, it's one of those new above the ground shops. You know, it's one of those things that somebody did uh, that I thought I should do, but then never got around to it. You know, that sort of thing goes. And now, um, yeah. So, uh, let's put it down right now. I really appreciate it. Uh, since, you know, I can't really, that's uh, like sometimes I can't really take my chances on the coffee that they serve down here. No offense. Not human. It's a human consumption issue. Yeah, none taken. He says as he, uh, takes a drink and pours it into his third mouth. Yeah. So, but that's like top sides, usually not much for me too. So, uh, that's like, there might be some other people around. That's like off to the side. If you want to give them a shy, it reaches up and just pokes you in the, uh, pokes you. It's just, Nope. You, why me? It shrugs and just says, just again, points to you. So look at the name of the uh, store again right now too. All right. Who owns this place? Uh, that one, you're going to need to make a, Knowledge research checks. Yeah, uh, networking. Okay, I will go ahead. In one second. I will do that under spy savant, which is at an extraordinary level. Uh, that'll be a four. Four. Uh, her name is Lucy Cho. She's a Japanese American citizen. Uh, she opened it up a about a year ago. Was her was the first one, and it has exploded in business sense. Uh, she's a kind of a bit, uh, workaholic, not in the bad way. Like I'm going to take over everything, but is just because of the success, they started to open up more places. So she's very busily working around constantly, uh, seems to be pretty straightforward and mostly just serves anybody that comes in. But a lot of, because it's specifically catered towards, uh, non-humans, a lot more non-human people go in there. Hmm. Okay, so this very well could be an issue of let's like of well, it, so it sounds like it could be safe, but at the same time, this could be an issue of a possible EPSA bust if they think around. And is this somebody who I knowing my information, although it might be a year out of date, was this somebody that they were looking at at any given point? You're out of date? No, uh, you never heard of this person particularly, though. It's kind of jogging the memory, but one of those, like, I think I know it, but I don't know. No, it's not. No, never mind. That person's in another universe. Okay. Well, another universe that is very much dead. So probably yep. if it's mine. So, uh, yeah. All right. Well, uh, nothing else. I'll take a chance. Well, I'll go ahead and take a chance on this for a while, even in disguise. So uh, if you need me, call me. Just remember, also, again, it is... That's like we are going with uh, Blair Underwood. So if you, that's like get the, especially for the the industrial diamonds, Blair Underwood. Got it. Thumbs up. Got it, honey. Take care. All right. That was the second so, throw. All right. Uh, let the arm. It's do up a convincing disguise for the armor with one of the randomized faces and address and wander out. Oh, uh, you follow after the little. Uh, spacer guy, he falls over accidentally because the scuba helmet just kind of <laughs> a little bit heavy. He picks himself up immediately, just starts charging along. 
Are you okay there? Thumbs up. All right. So, uh, I don't know if this is a, if this is a trap. At least they did it in a cute way and not in a Barkles turn somebody inside out way. Uh, we pan over to the alleyway looking at the Granestrial Cafe, and that's where the three of you all meet up. Oh. Um, oh, uh, the, the, the hi. Yeah, well, uh, foot high, and I'm not sure. I've never know what name to call you. Because, um, uh, Are you seeing through the disguise? I already updated this, so. Oh, you used it before, I thought. It looks really familiar. But, I thought you got to start to work on the the randomizer again. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, do you have any idea why we've been given that's uh, like a social invitation? Um, by the little alien guys. Uh, I still have my little alien guy, right? Or did uh, did he just go into the cafe? Nope. All three of them are just uh, standing there. They're actually watching across the street, like. They're doing that little, we're hiding behind something. But if you look at us, you could totally see us. Oh, okay. Um, we're like, uh, they, yeah, I'll, they, I'll, take a, I'll take an extra minuscule cappuccino and can also get an extra large uh, cappuccino with rat's blood to go. Appreciate it. Uh, I think that's against the health code. I, I don't, the, the, little, yeah. the little guy that was with you, Tom, had, uh, as you were saying that, he turned around, pulled out a... You don't know where he had it because you don't see pockets. If he pulls out a little phone, starts tapping that in, and you hear a ding, order confirmed. Puts it away, just thumbs up, goes back to looking. They're looking at an SUV being loaded up as a – looks to be an Asian woman uh, along with another human are loading up an SUV uh, with stuff. And then you can see uh, running with them, carrying smaller things, are also a little more of these little space astronaut guys as putting things in there with a – and then running back in the store. Uh, crate, how's it going? Uh, uh, hi, yeah, uh, good. Uh, just you know, just taking some time, some me time. Uh, uh you always gotta take me time. Yeah, just looking. I mean, you know, just just look, just walking around New York City, seeing what I can find. Not really trying to get oh, into trouble. Oh, it's a great town. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I used to love to go bowling, but <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. Um, uh, you could build a bowling robot and pilot it like a mecha. I, I, I'm actually working. I'm actually working on a on a uh, simulated reality, simul space version of a bowling alley now. Oh, well, yeah, I guess that would work too. Um, but yeah, I wasn't even trying to get into anything. But it seems like we're getting into something. I don't know. Um, it always happens, and I think one day I'm just not going to answer the door, but I always end up answering the door. Well, I mean, if you don't answer the door, they're just going to kick it in, or they're not going to leave, like, or they're uh, gonna, whatever. Well, I don't know. Like, I've never tried it. Well, Which as is, you guys, yeah. as you guys are in mid conversation, the little guys go "woo" as the SUV's trunk uh, trunkish slammed. The woman gets into the driver's seat and starts to drive away. Uh, as she does, the human goes back inside, but one of the little uh, little spacemen across the streets who was helping them stops. Looks over, waves. The other three that are with you look up, says, "Okay, come on," and start uh, trottling across the roadway. Um, wait, they want us to follow. Yep. Okay. And what are we following again exactly? Like this, this lady. Does it look like? Nope. Okay. So they. It looked like those three were waiting for the SUV, and this lady 
who was loading things in to drive away. Uh, okay. And now that she has, they are running across the street and asking you to fall into the Grand Estrial Cafe. Okay. I'll just try and go in the cafe. You're like, well, you know. I'm I'm pretty curious. I'm I I have to admit I'm pretty curious. Like let let let's see where this is going. I I I got there's only like a thirty percent chance this is a death trap of some kind. Have we not learned that that is never a good way to start off a conversation? What really? Oh, yeah. Like the only other way that the only other way that's slightly worse is just I'm so pissed off, but I kind of want to see where this goes. <laughs> Which I will let you know, that's been kind of my motto since I got here, and look where it's in, it, it ended me up. Yeah, I seems like you're doing pretty great. <laughs> if Actually, at this point... <laughs> well, at this him, point, you... Uses the, image, uses the holograph one to put one of the Charlie Brown angry squiggles over her head. <laughs> uh, normally, people will be like, what the hell? As you would do that, but as you are entering in and you do that, everyone's just kind of... Not nonchalantly, not pe- uh, drinking away. They don't really seem to notice because a lot of people in here, some humans, but mostly it's non, what would be classified as non-humans. Despite, much like yourself, Abigail, a lot of people in here are technically human, but from another universe, so not human. But there are also things that are like Ludians as well as, hey, you see even a gray over there. But the little guys are walking around. The baristas and servers are just kind of moving out. The place is busy. But they just start just start walking in a straight line. The guy who had the little guy who had waved them over is at the forefront of them as they just start walking past everybody and lead you guys to the counter. Walk underneath it. The last one, who was the one that was with you, uh crate, punches up so that the little thing cutting off the lead in there, so the table saw itself, punches up and just motions you to follow. The staff don't even notice. I I keep following. Uh, And uh, Fotai, as you're going by, uh, the little thing that you had ordered, right there, ready to go. Oh, yeah, I'm going to say like a thimble-sized, you know, cup. Yep. I just... Oh, like, oh, Viennese cinnamon. Yes. I, I'll, get, I'll, get that, I'll get that larger one with rat's blood to go when I leave. Uh, another little astronaut guy in a, white, in a little white suit with a top hat gives you a thumbs up before going back to work and, and uh, whipping something up for another customer. The, four, the three of you, along with your alien buddies, go up a flight of stairs into the upper level which leads you into a what looks to be a well-furnished luxury apartment. It's a very nice place, very well maintained and set up, and you can hear bustling and movement in the kitchen area. The three of the, the four of them all just stand there at attention and just motion you over there. It's always in the coffee shops, isn't it? Mm, yeah. Sometimes it's I the clown. Well, no, uh, for me, I, you guys never have these kind of meetups at the, the clown bar. What no. clown bar? No, oh. God, shit, no, I believe you get your ass kicked going to a place like that. Oh. No, 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 I, I seriously need to know, why is there a clown bar, oh. and uh, is it is it normal or not? Uh, well, define, well, is haunted normal? 
When with today's well, uh, definitions of the word, I'd say so, says a uh, more rather boominous voice as a figure comes walking out from the uh, kitchen area. A uh, large individual, above standard for what would be human, if he was human. Uh, Appearances-wise, he's got aspects of a humanoid, but looks to be more chitinous flesh uh, around him. Uh, he's got a what looks to be an apron around his waistline and is holding a small plate. Uh, looks to be full of little snacks and such. And nods you. Uh, good. My minions have uh, managed to find all of you. I'm glad. I was looking over the darknet on your, over you all and found you to be the most accurate people I needed to hire. So please do come on in. Oh, okay. Um, hello. So you know who we are. Do do uh, I don't seem to recognize you. Oh, oh, sorry. I'm in my uh, human guise, or as best I could get at the time. The ideal were not particularly kind on giving me a full human setup. Though I probably should get that nowadays with technology being more available. <clears throat> well, if they don't do it, you can like I'll, I'll pass on one of my expandable business cards. Like, come talk to me. My company can do stuff like that. Oh, I'm I'm well familiar with Blue Matter Technologies. I actually had a few things ordered from you before. Uh, pleasure to meet you all. Uh, allow me to. I'm sorry. I'm being such a, a foul host. I am so sorry. Uh, allow me to introduce myself. I am. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, a little something in my throat there. Uh, Grim, uh, Garda Grim the Fourth. Pleasure to meet you all. Uh, uh, hello, Garda Grim the Fourth. Um, what, what, uh, well, say say hello to the nice man, Abigail. <laughs> Hello. Um, uh, I was not a nice man, but I am now. Well, for the most part. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, Actually, silly question. Could you use Spicevant for information to see if I recognize that name from my EPSA days? Sure. Okay. So uh, this is also an extraordinary tier level. Uh, Yeah, that's going to be a five on extraordinary. Oh, yeah. Uh, you don't need to remember from, well, the EPSA did have files on him. This was, you, you were, you were from a different Earth, but the name still rings the same. Uh, this guy is a former, uh, galactic pirate. He was one of the lead ones that invaded the Earth a few years ago, uh, pre-Ragnarok. Uh, and, uh, yeah, tried to take it over multiple times. Uh... Thankfully, the Ideal and several other supergroups from around the world were able to stop the invasion itself, and uh, supposedly to reports, this guy was supposed to be dead. Wait, you, you're the person who actually had a literal space galleon, didn't you? Yes, I had to give that over the Ideal for our, for my, for our, uh, for, well, protection, you know how it goes when you go into witness protection, or at least that's what they like to refer it as. It was basically me just giving everything up so I could, you know, well... Live down here. Well, fair enough. So, uh, what what are you doing here? I'm married. This is my house. Oh, so uh, you're married to Miss Cho? Yes. Huh. I mean, oh, we we met in, we met under those usual circumstances back in the day. She was she was fighting for the sabers. I was trying to conquer the world. You know, it was kind of lackluster. It was love at first sight. Really, we did. It kind of bloomed on the battlefield over time, but, you know, eventually it's just like, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore. And, you know, I made a deal with the Ideal. They blew up my ship after, you know, they took everything. At least they say they blew up my ship. I don't know that for certain. But anyway, I'm, yeah, so made a deal with them. And 
pretty much my whole crew flew back. Only a few guys, only a few left here. He points over to the minions there, just like, Rrr! my most loyal and, uh, brave subjects. Or minions there, I should say. Not particularly on the bright side. You give them something to do, they love it. They try to do anything too complicated, like running around other than doing some tasks. Eh, not so much. Not so good for conversations, but fine little fellows. Imagine so. Um, but yeah, why? Uh, what? So, what do you need our help for? Oh, there's a bit of issues that I have, and I could use some base raiders. That's kind of the thing I don't want to see. My wife's really stressed out, and if she found out I, because I know who you are, I'm starting to well. I, I gotta admit, I do love doing the house stuff. I love this, you know, calm life. But every so often, I like to stick my old hand back in the the villainy thing, you know, just kind of helping out around, you know, just get some of that extra bit of cash, that loot for, you know, bills around here, helping supplies, that sort of thing. You know, help the help her business grow. So don't want her really finding this out. But at the same time, he clicks the new he clicks a tv controller and uh the local seven station pops open and bit of a bit of white noise for the most part as you watch before the lead story uh pops open and you watch as what is someone's cell phone recording as multiple masked and armed individuals come bursting out of a building just going to town shooting as cops in both plain clothes heavy armor are just shooting at them, and they seem to be trying to make a, a run for something before this 14, 15, some giant just comes out of a foresty brush nearby and starts picking up and throwing uh, full-size cars over at the cops before um, cre- you know, pulling out this blade, shoving in the ground, causing a seismic event that causes magma to erupt out from the place not too far from where the thing stabbed in the ground and the individuals all get into this van and drive away as the reporter says this was the scene live so, you know not more than uh, now you know a few hours ago before he turns off the tv yeah so here's the thing with that and that's the reason why i've reached out to all of you early it is because that big guy used to work for me no wait names yeah yeah so uh, that's the thing is that's uh mantagold he's this magical being space being that i had uh well, my family itself had managed to defeat and, and subjugate onto our family name. He was one of my big lieutenants, really good for going and fighting out in amongst uh, the enemies of this planet, you know, ideal specifically. Problem is, uh, with my agreement, you know, a lot of my lesser minions, a few of my lieutenants stuck around. Uh, he's not supposed to be doing that. You know, I made it very clear we're done. Now, me being me, saying what I've said, and, you know, like I said, calling out to you, uh, I'd say I'm a little bit of the shadow-working guy. But the big stuff like that, no-go. Nada. Mm-mm. So, I need your help. And dealing with him. Well, like, what's the worst-case scenario? I mean, 
Uh, sorry, w- uh, where did that? Where was that fight taking place? Um, oh, uh, he pulls out a little uh, little iPhone uh, uh-huh. that was taking up place uh, upstate New York. It's a medical research facility. Okay. Uh, problem is, uh, don't know who those uh, Max people are. The only reason I know it's him is because, well, it's kind of obvious being you know wearing plates of gold with that uh, right. fiery red mane of his and that uh, sword stabbing in the ground and causing the explosion. Yeah, That's yeah. kind of his deal. Yeah, no, I get that, but I'm, I'm just like, you, you just said it's upstate New York and we're, we're here in New York City. Like, um, well, yeah. See that's that's the thing. Uh, I I kind of went a little not upset, not not crazy. Uh, the wife's not here, so yeah, I'd already made another deal. See, I'm working to get a specific uh, bit of art back, and made a deal with a group of people called Mischief, who with specific uh, style of, of way of working, they like to wear suits, masks. Yeah, you know, so that's mm-hmm. part of the gear. And as you saw from that little recording, that's who was rushing out of that building. So the other problem is with uh, Manticore showing off that he's alive, potentially could lead back to me. And you, you know how this world kind of has new people who are calling themselves heroes and uh, villains starting to kind of pop up. See, I don't need that level of heat coming down on me and my family. Mm-hmm. Me. I can handle that. No problem. Wife trying to start a new business, trying to stay out of the game completely. She's cut off. She doesn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, I don't. <clears throat> Stressful enough as it is with, you know, as she is right now. So I need some third party people to handle this. And I've reached out to you early than when I was planning for other stuff. But yeah, I've I need some third party muscle for this. Okay. Well, then what? Why should we help you? Like, what? What are you offering? I see. I knew you would say that, as a proper business person would. As I have, pro- as I promised to you, he he uh, types on his phone a base, specifically one that no one's gotten yet. Ooh. So I'll give you those coordinates. And I'll tell you a little bit about the hero that was there, specifically, so you won't go in blind to just some random trap or whatnot of whatever of whatever may be left over in there. By now, it shouldn't be a whole lot, but I never know. But yeah, I, prob- I will give you base coordinates, and everything in there is yours. I just need this guy handled. Well, I mean, that's certainly appealing to me. Um, what, what do you say, Abigail? I mean, just I, I, if nothing else, keeping another base out of the EPSA's hands is a big part for me. But uh, there could be at least something else that we could find to be more helpful to the underground. So, and we need to stop these guys anyway from taking this. So, yeah, that's fine. Okay, Uh Oh, another base is always another potential revenue stream. That's just that's just good business. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I guess you got yourself a deal. Um, this Manigold guy, uh, whatever he's called, um, where, do you know how, what, how we can find him? Why would he, why do you think he would hit a medical research facility? Uh, I, I, I honestly don't know. 
Yeah, that's kind of weird. Uh, would you like to roll insight? Would you like to roll insight? I I would. Uh, what do I have that has insight? Empathy. So yes. There you go. That is a skill full of insight. And I roll terribly. A uh, one. Oh, a a positive one. Yeah, a positive one. Okay. Uh. Oh, you oh you know that face. That's a face you get when you're trying to give off a fake crate. When someone says, "Oh, this is a legit crate," but it's one of those ones that you know is a poison crate because of the bad wooding to it. So he's definitely not giving you the full answer to it, but you just you're not sure how you're going to get it out of him. Hmm. Okay. Uh, let's see. Well, I, I guess I can roll press and be like, you know, the more you can tell us, the better off we are in trying to deal with this, uh, without drawing a lot of attention. Um, I mean, if we get into a fight, it's going to get messy and loud and who knows going to find out and, EPSA shows up, they'll like figure out who that guy is and they'll start looking up his known associates. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's just going to be better for everyone around if you just like tell us. And uh, I got a two on that. Two? Yeah. Uh, hmm. Two? Yeah, that's more than enough. Uh, when you say no, you know, associates and such, he's, his face immediately goes, yeah, it could lead back to my wife and she's couldn't stand that. All right, all right, all right. So, Manigold. Alien person, not of worth. Problem. You see, you may understand that uh, had some magical uh, beings in my employ who could enlarge a person's size to building size or, or thereabouts, maybe larger. See, here's the thing that's not on the medical stuff nowadays, but the ideal had classified... Uh, he's suffering from Meg. Meg? Uh, yeah. It's officially labeled as M3G. Uh, massive muscular mutation growth. See, I had a sorceress in my employ who could do this magically. I'm told that some people on Earth managed to find a way of doing it here on Earth. Not to great effect, but basically... Though, like, Mandigold here could return back to normal size after, you know, going large. Turns out that causes some health complications. So, <laughs> that wasn't covered originally in my agreements because didn't know about it at the time. So, yeah, he's suffering from that. So, he's not supposed to be a story tall. He's supposed to be a little bit smaller than me. But, yeah, how he got that big is because of that. Chances are it's got some other medical complications to it, and him hitting or working alongside a group attacking a medical research facility, he's probably looking for painkillers or something to handle whatever his symptoms for Meg is. Hmm. Oh. I think I read a paper on that. Uh, probably one of those uh, ideal uh, keep-secret documents, one of the things on their hard drives. Like I said, it wasn't made public uh, before, you know, and post-Ragnarok, that whole thing just uh, kind of messed up that release data. So, it's not widely known. Well, databases are made to be hacked, after all. That's true enough. Well, that sounds like something you could do there. But I... Um, also, pretty sure that if I, I'm pretty sure I could treat him. Okay, yeah. So, if we can find him, maybe we, uh, we can talk him down and uh, resolve this without, you know, violence. Or a minimum of violence. That would be nice. 
Um, so yeah, we just need to find the guy. So, um, so it sounds like he's working with mischief then. Uh, well, that's the thing. Uh, it's possible. See, I already made up a, a meet and, uh, meet with some members of mischief for another thing I have going on. And I, I have a few of my own, my own little guys that are supposed to be going to that. But uh, they don't, they're not the greatest at negotiating. So if you want, I can give you the address for that and have you go in my, go in their place and press them for a little information on why it looks like their guys went and helped them, helped out uh, Mantigold. Yeah. I mean, that, that would, that would be, that'd be swell. I mean, Abigail's a great negotiator. Eh. Yep. Say that. Uh, she's, she's got the gift of the gab. I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Ah, I'm off. I wasn't aware of that was in your skill set. I'll have to make a note of that. <laughs> he pulls back out his PDF and uh, his phone and starts tapping that uh, after a little bit. He's a uh, great mm-hmm. negotiator. <laughs> Not good. So that that point, uh, yeah. So shall we shake on it? Make this an official deal that for assisting me in this endeavor, I will confirmably fir- give you the coordinates to the base that I know of. Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Uh, I, I don't see a good, uh, I don't see how this could possibly go wrong. No, me neither. <laughs> great. Uh, uh, he, they, you all shake, you shake hands. Oh, great. Uh, then you hear a, well, a red wearing space guy who's got, uh, looks like a snorkel hat on. Is uh, just run upstairs and he goes, she's back. Get out. You gotta get out. Go out the back way. Quick, quick, quick. Yeah. I, I, go, 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 go. Like I've seen, I've seen enough movies about cheating that I know, I know to escape. This isn't cheating. This is doing. This is doing extra extracurricular money getting it. Go 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 go. Okay. Right. As I believe, uh, yeah. like, there's often very little difference between those two things. You want me to fund more stuff out of you, or do you just not want to, you know, have a potential future business client from me? Uh, I'm saying this as we're leaving. Fair enough. All right. All right. Yeah. It's out the door. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we're cheesing it. At, we're cheesing it at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm guessing where the minions doing that. Oh, you guys can do it too, as the minions are also kind of doing that. So, <laughs> as you hear the voice, oh no, just the minions, you know, running around. You know those little suckers. <laughs> the three voices you don't recognize. No, 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 it's not all guy. How's your guy? <laughs> but yeah, so he has. You'll hear a ping on one of your phones. We'll say as it gives an address to where he was meeting up with mischief, or that's that's what's supposed to go go down. So you've got that as a lead. You've also potentially you could uh, work towards, as you were saying there, foot high, trying to do some uh, working through some databases, trying to find out some more information. If you want to try and research more about whatever Meg is, yeah, I'll, I'll do some intelligence gathering. All right, um, I can also do a possible uh, look at uh, at least uh, research into that through Spicebond to see if any of the old. Uh, it- like any th- old EPSA files had that, or uh, if that was something that was being used by any of the refugees in the underground. Sure, go ahead. Okay. Uh, I got a three. Uh, three? Okay. What tier was that? Uh, superhuman. Superhuman? Okay. All right. And that's going to be a two on extraordinary. Two on extraordinary? Okay. Uh, between the two of you, you managed to find out a little bit more that Meg as Gardegram had said, is basically the result of repeated massive growth and 
well, the reverse. It basically causes the body's natural system to go haywonking. And medically, there are a few symptoms uh, or, well, yes, symptoms to it. Primarily being weakened bone, extreme muscular pain. Uh, several occasions there, you find these in reports from Ideal. Member, uh, people who have seem to have bones within their body at Odd times become enlarged, so at any point, somebody who suffers from Meg may have potentially shoulder, arm, any points in their bo- uh, their body bones just grow to a massive size, or organs thereof. There have been, you see a few kind of ba- nasty reports where people who have suffered Meg in the extreme cases, uh, as they were being treated, have had their intestines enlarge and rip open from their bodies. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's not it's not comfortable if it's a bad case of Meg. Yeah. So if this uh, if Mantigold is suffering from it, potentially there could be a whole host of things. You won't be able to tell specifically what he's got or what his issue is until you get on site, but you have a better understanding of what he might be one or two ideas of what he might be suffering under. Mm-hmm. Wait, I, so- could probably, I could maybe, I could maybe work on a, on a cure. Uh, you could definitely, yeah, potentially a treatment. A cure would be a, a much longer term thing from what you're seeing here. Even with the ideal constantly, you know, with their guys working on it, they weren't, uh, they didn't have a solution, but then again, it was, Ragnarok at that point, so maybe they stopped before they actually, like you, could. It's probably it's probably low on the priority. Yeah, it could be, but you were going to be saying they're uh, great. Okay, so yeah, maybe we don't need a cure, uh, like a long term cure, just something that can kind of alleviate it, or an alternate solution. But like, hey, what if we transfer your mind into a new body that doesn't have this? Uh, that's all the rage with the kids these days. Um, so. We just you just need to give him something that will give him some sort of improvement so that he'll believe us and not want and he'll want to stick with us. So it doesn't have to be like, you know, we just need a Band-Aid. We don't we don't need the full, you know, uh, surgery at this point. We just need something to stop the bleeding, so to so to speak. Um, so because um, we need to find this guy fast before uh, other people trace him back to our client or like. Um, right. So can you, can you just whip something up quick there? Foot high. Oh, that's what science is for. I believe I can. It's not what that, I mean, it's not sure. Yeah, no, it definitely is. Science is for solving problems and that's what I do. I solve problems. Yep. 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 Um, great. So, uh, what did you find anything out of Abigail? So, um, nothing else that right now that what you've already seen specifically, so that, you know, he is probably going to be uh, looking online for the painkillers or whatnot that he needs. So, okay. well, let's go talk to those people. Okay. Um, right. uh, let's you get guys- foot high. Can you come with us too? Even though I know you're researching, but you can do that on the phone. I, I can, I can work. I can work on the move. Okay, good. All right. Uh, you guys proceed into Midtown and have to go up a couple of flights of staircases to the fourth floor of this six-story parking garage. As you guys are kind of waiting there for a couple of minutes uh, past the hour when you were supposed to meet up, a blue van kind of comes you know, around the corner, pulls up not too far from you guys. And as the door slides open, four figures in suits get out, men and women. 
not sure of what race or being they might be because they're wearing several variant exotic masks. Uh, one individual steps forward. Hey, how it goes? Uh, I elbow Abigail. So, uh, yeah, can we help you? Name's Hawk. I'm supposed to be meeting a representative for a client. Take it, that's you? Yes. So, that is us. Alright. So, the meeting here is to confirm what you're wanting us to steal for, me, for you, and payment to be agreed upon in large amounts. And we've looked into said individual. He's a high-end art dealer. Keeps his personal collection. The item in question, he pulls out a photo and shows it over. Yet you wanted. It's a it looks to be some sort of metallic uh, waning crescent uh, shape. Okay. Uh, I guess Spice wants to get to see if that's anything that uh, that's unknown to us. Sure, go ahead. Okay. So this is all fucking new information to us. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. They seem to have mistaken uh, us for someone else. Yeah, plus five. Plus five? All right. Well, remember, he did, you know, Gardegrim said he'd set up a previous meeting with these guys. He might not have contacted them for something. So uh, they might just be thinking you guys are doing the deal. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, what was your. Oh, yep, okay. Sorry. Okay. So, um, do I know who the owner of this artifact is? Is it, uh, yeah. Or who wants it? Like, so our client wants this artifact. And uh, we just got sort of talked into negotiating with Mischief to get it? Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. I thought we were going after this Martigal guy. Um, okay. So, uh, yeah, we, uh, but, you know, we're really looking. Um, wh- who are you going to be taking on this job? He motions behind to the three individuals behind him. Okay. I got Shark. I got Flounder, and I got, uh, seriously, Seagull, what the fuck are you doing here? I just said I needed, you said I needed the fourth bar, Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, I got these, I got these three, including myself. Oh, okay. Um, and what were you wanting for payment again? Cash up front, we agreed upon a mill, at least that was the tentative agreements. Upon research, it's going to be saying we're going in for two. Okay. Well, that that sounds lovely, but um don't you think you're going a little light? Didn't you have a heavy with you in another job recently? You seem to be like I don't know if you you that's some the four of you is going to be enough to deal with this. I've heard that this place is really locked down. You might need someone uh with a bit more brute strength. Are you referring to the incident that took place earlier today? That's on the news. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I've been getting calls about that. I can assure you that was not our outfit. Mischief doesn't do sh- like that. Well, not normally with the big brutes. That's actually, that's a, another group, an off splinter group led by an old member of ours. We kicked the, we kicked her out because, well, she's literally crazy. Oh, okay. Well, crazy happens. Well, yeah, that's what happens when you get dosed up on too many super drugs. And she didn't stop. 
But as for this particular case, yeah, we found the place we got to go in to get this artifact is a little bit more well-equipped. He's got it locked in a safe behind a secure wall. I think he's got a bunch of other things in there. Security's really tight. Penthouse place, too. But yeah, that's the price we're going for. If you agree to that, we'll get the job on the rolls. Well, I don't know. Um... Maybe we should talk to the, your, the this other gang because they might. Um, I mean, they they seem to be really effective. Um, uh, out of character, I remember what the masks look like on the uh, the footage I saw of the medical research job. Yeah, uh, what what kind of animals did they look like? The masks. So they looked more like the masks from. They weren't even animals. They were the ones you can find for discount paintball gear or pretty much that they were tented and such but few spray paint images on them one had looked to be like a spade the other was a diamond last one had a heart Uh. the uh, fourth the fourth one wasn't wearing anything like that looked to be having like a demon mask on but the weirdest thing was how it kind of moved to and fro and bounced off the horns between that rather than stay put huh (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should talk to this playing card gang, um, the 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 four suits. Um, I don't know. So I'm gonna make a presence check to make them. Uh, All right, go ahead. Okay, so uh, yeah, I I rolled well. Um, so my goal is to get them. Like, we were our client hired us to find Marta Gold, not not steal this artifact. I don't. We don't give a shit about the artifact, right? Yeah, you don't. Yeah, so I'm trying to offend this gang in a sense that they'll blow us off without them wanting to kill us because we got the information we want. And we now know it's the playing card gang. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. So I'm trying to be and- like, well, let's. I'm trying to basically haggle with them and trying to be like, oh, you know, <laughs> make these pe- make them think that I'm just like an idiot and I they shouldn't waste their time with me. All right, that's fine. And and I, I uh, what was the uh, what was the result from the uh, the role that I made to determine any information on that artifact they wanted to steal? You got that from a five extraordinary, correct? Yes. All right. So for your five extraordinary, you don't personally know it. You did see as one of the times you were reporting in the EPSA were in the last time your handler was not really giving you any minds. You kind of noted some of the open folders down there, and you recall seeing some information about the staff repulsor or something like that, and how it had a couple of parts to it, the the, the staff itself, and a headpiece that was like a moon shape with a, a, a gem, a red gem in the center of it that's supposed to be something like a power source to it, but... Okay. Yeah, it seems that you know just that kind of pops in your head. So, looks like this is some sort of magical artifact. It seems. Does it we look like the? Wait, so you notice the red gem? Is the red gem missing from the picture that we were given? Yes. Okay, then we can actually use this to our advantage. So blowing it off. Uh, I can. Uh, I look back right now. Um, one second. Do you mind if I confer with my uh, colleagues for a minute? Go ahead. Thank you. you can wait. So. Look, Ed, turn around. No, no, it's like, all right, you're wanting to blow blow them off without just getting our head shot off, right? Uh, yeah. 
I mean, okay. I can probably, I can probably, you know, stun him unconscious if we need to do that. Well, I mean, no, no, no. This is without. I don't know. Flounder, look, Flounder looks pretty scary. I'm not, I don't want to find out what his power is. Yeah. So, but I found out that this artifact is incomplete, no matter what. So, if we can make more of a story, realizing that sending me on off on a wild goose chase. That's like for something else. That's like instead of this, that will take them around a long time to get out. Then that should bring us in the clear and explain the situation with the red gem. Uh, okay. I mean, well, maybe they already want to blow us off. Let let's let's see. But if they don't, yeah, go for it. If if yeah. okay, all right. Okay, then I'll let you do it, and we'll just keep that in my back pocket. So yeah, basically. So yeah, so I go back. And be like, yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe can you do a little better? Like, what kind of terms are you offering? Um, let, let, let's, uh, yeah. So I'm just kind of waffling and uh, 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 trying to haggle over minor points. Uh, do you really need a million dollars up front? I mean, I have, the, I can get the money, but like, uh, do you accept Dogecoin? Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, Fenrir coin. Yeah, basically. So, well, do you accept no. NFTs? Yeah, I have one of a duck. Supposed to I, I came from a world that's no longer there, so we only have e- it's like egg odd coins. Yeah, I'm the C- I'm the C- kind of size, I'm but the C- I'm the CEO of a tech tech company. Mm-hmm. Uh, as as you guys are saying that, Hawk just kind of uh, puts his hand uh, puts his hand up. I'm like, are you kidding me? Uh, to his mask, but as soon as you mentioned the Dogecoin, Flanders sits up, she's like, what? Oh. Alright, alright. Clearly, you're not interested. You want to try your hands. Because you sounded like you, you, know, try, you, know, you want to try your hands with the Flush Gang. Fine. Look, if you want to deal with them, go ahead. They work uh, out, of upst- out of upstate. I can tell you, I can... Last I knew, they're working out of a specific out of a warehouse district up there, near the port. But you, if you want to deal with them, go ahead. I'll give you a warning, though. Our prices might be uh, might be a bit steep, but if you go with them, just to let you know, they work for Paragon. They moonlight sometimes, but you want to deal with them, you'd be dealing with her too. Oh, ooh, that's. Mm. Mm. Problematic. Look, I'll let you. Seems like you guys need to discuss more with you amongst yourselves and your client. So I'll let you go do that. So set. I'll call back to your clients and set up another meeting if they're still interested. But if that's if that's all, we'll take off. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll uh, we'll 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 be in, we'll be in touch for sure. All right, number is still the same. You know, we'll lay down that offer, and that's where our offer stands. So. Until next time, if you're going to go up there and try to haggle, good luck. Okay. We're out. Sounds good. All right. Uh, they get in the van, and the van speeds off. Well, that was that was useful. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm going to be honest. I don't, I don't, I don't want to get anywhere involved with that. That gems and artifacts, and I don't know. We we got we got enough to deal with right now. Let, let, let's just let's just get this guy and get him treated. Get him, yeah. Get him. Stop doing being. Stop with all the super villainy. So, but Paragon's <laughs> kind of a problem. Being a, you know, uh, I is my understanding she's a clone of a super villain. So, yeah, kind of a mean one. Um, we've had dealings. Oh yeah. 
so yeah, we should uh, be uh, maybe a little cautious. Um, yeah, let's let's just guys, go. Yeah, sorry. Yep. Nope. I was just going to confirm that you guys were given the address. It's basically the an upstate New York port, and from what you understand, by the t- if you guys take off, if you want to do any traveling up there, mundane wise, you can get there by nightfall. If you want to get there sooner, eh, probably talk to somebody who can give you a teleport up there. Yeah, let's go upstate New York, gang. I mean, we're, not really, we're not really a gang. We haven't really. We're working together, but we we are a gang of buddies. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll I'll, I'll drive. I got a van. Yay! That's probably Yay. the best. <laughs> hey, well, I, I, I can also get Stella to drive us. She has a driver's license. Um. Yeah. Sure. Might as well. We can take. I can. I can. I, if she gets tired, I can drive. A couple of hours later, uh, you guys arrive at dusk. You got there a little earlier. Uh, turns out uh, Stella's a bit of a lead foot, or one of yeah. one of one of many lead feet. Yes, indeed. Uh, you didn't. You. It was a uh, a pleasant car ride as long as you. Uh, she wasn't. Tur- she wasn't making any uh, multiple lane uh, turns because she. Still hasn't figured out turn signals. At least she says that. But anywho, uh, you arrive at the port. She has to drive with multiple eyes. It's a little weird. Just a little. But you arrive at a harbor. It's kind of a, no, it's a little, it's a harbor area. But the place you were informed is this uh, section that with multiple uh, warehouse storage areas. And Thankfully, that looks like no one's really on gate duty. Looks like this place is a little bit slow running. But even walking in just a little bit, uh, you don't see anything. But you can hear uh, a booming voice, uh, like somebody shouting behind a door, is coming across from the the wharf here. And you can hear it a little ways. Uh, so we can't make out what the what the voice is saying, just that it is... A booming voice. Yes, it okay. it definitely it's unintelligible at this distance. But if you got closer, you might be able to hear whatever the voice you know this booming voice is saying. Clearly, definitely not whoever it is, unless you got inside wherever it is. Okay. Um. So, at, 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 can we actually kind of de- 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 is it what building is it inside? Can we get a, a beat on that? Go ahead and give me. Let's see, what was it? Is that a notice alertness. check? Yeah, a noti- notice or alertness. Okay, uh, we'll go ahead and do that. Uh, so that's going to be a uh, one. No, oh, wait, that's actually not. No, sorry, that's just a uh, three on, uh, on Extraordinary through my uh, Spies Avant. Okay, with the three, you can tell where the voice is coming from. Initially, it was kind of bouncing around some of the metal containers, a few of the buildings, uh, storage buildings. But you do see that it's coming from a uh, little ways in uh, a warehouse building. It's the second one along the back of it, it looks like. So okay. as you approach, you don't you know, no need to try and hide at this point because the doors themselves are shut. But as you approach, you can hear this booing voice clearly saying look you got the job you got the information now give me my stuff that was our deal i get you what you want you give me what i want now pay up 
Okay. And can I hear anybody else who they're talking to if it's on a comm or anything, or is it just... Yeah, you'd have to probably get inside because the door itself is shut. The fact that this you can hear him through it either means he's actually shouting or potentially because of his size uh, or something else is going on with him. His voice is just carrying through the door. Okay. Uh, uh, any open windows or that's no, other openings we can see? Uh, none, none open windows or doors. So if you want to try and break in, uh, that, that could be what? easily done. Small vents. small vents. Oh, there are plenty of small vents over there. Okay. I can crawl through the one of those. Okay. Um, I'll summon a crane and look and go undercover as a, as a, as a dock worker. I'm just a guy carrying a crate around. Totally normal. <laughs> uh, oh, that's, that's fair. I'm, I'm, no, no, I'm lost. I, I, I took a wrong turn somewhere. Do, do, do. So I'm just going to be, you know, outside uh, waiting with the crate. All right. Yeah, that's, so, that's, a, that's a four for sneaky. Okay. You uh, very quickly, as you guys are kind of looking around, Abigail, you're looking around for a window or a door to kind of go through. Uh, you just hear a, oh, there we go. As you watch foot hijack go up into, looks to be like one of those little vents where, uh, looks like air is being pushed out from, or was, or supposed to be, and he just goes whoop, right inside. And Crate all of a sudden just like, oh, I'm just a dock worker, don't mind me. <laughs> What's going on? I seem to be lost here. Um. Oh, yeah, I, I, I am just a dock worker. I am, I, I am lost. Um. Hi, who are you? Sorry, sorry, I was doing that for your, uh, your voice there. Oh, My yeah, bad. yeah, sorry, sorry. I was like, oh, shit. I need somebody. Yeah, no, no. I'm just a normal dock worker. Uh, I'm just sort of being lookout to while the Abigail and Foot High are okay, okay, casing the building. So I'm just sort of, sort of waiting outside. I don't want to open a door or anything, but I'm just kind of like watching the perimeter, uh, make sure no one okay. else approaches. But yeah, yeah. So Abigail, if you want to uh, do an uh, entry, whether from window or door, a bur- burglary, so like security uh, check would do okay. just would do with that fine. Yep, I can try to get out there as well. So, uh, yep, one more spy spot. <laughs> uh, that's going to be a uh, two. I know, oh, actually, it's the same things before, man. You rolled it twice. <laughs> uh, did I? No, no, no. That is actually different. So that just zeroed out. There's actually three negatives on there. So just well, one. That, oh, two, that was so. the, yeah. That was the same thing you rolled not to uh, just before uh, foot highs. I, I can see it on the screen. Was you was spice a bond both times? You said it was a three last time when you grabbed uh, that. Yeah, well, no, the the one above me was zero, totally equaling out. So that's just plus three. This oh, you're be, right, you're right. I, yeah. I I see two negatives. I thought I saw a third there. Yeah, so that's going to be just a one at uh, one at extraordinary to try to uh, lock pick this. Okay, would you like a fate point? Uh, sure. Okay, uh, you go climbing up because you see a window you can potentially get through. And sorry, as you are beginning to pick it, you managed to get it. You thought it was to open outward, but somebody must have effed up this engineering and built an installation because as you unlock it, it folds in and you go <clears throat> down onto a gate, uh, a catwalk there. And the booming voice uh, that had started to pick up that says, if you don't give me what I want. You know what I physically are. Shut, shut, shut up. What was that? Did I hear them uh-huh. do that from outside? You hear a cutoff in this voice. Says, what? 
Okay, I'm going to knock over some trash outside, like uh, kick out over a garbage can or something like that. And, and Do your like, best raccoon impression. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and, and like fall to the ground with like a crate and like very slowly and exaggeratedly uh, get up like, oh man, I'm a clumsy dock worker and I just not, I just tripped over some garbage. Oops. <laughs> Whoopsie doodle. Uh, roll me pr- uh, like some presents in that. Okay. Oops. <laughs> Ooh. I will. Let's see here. No, I'll let it stand. <laughs> I got a zero. <laughs> so, okay. Shit. So you just start making doys from outside, yeah. and you're hoping it's going in there, but Abigail, you, you can hear some rustling from outside here. <laughs> but uh, you kind of half hear that. Uh, but okay. the voices inside are going like, I he- something just fell in from up top. Go check it out. You got you got a boss. As you start to hear it coming towards you. Okay, and I am going to go ahead and uh, looking around me. Are there any other boxes or anything around me? Uh, you're on a looks like a little catwalk gantry. You see down uh, into what's supposed to be for the where, uh, into the warehouse. Uh, it's a bit dark in there, but you can clearly see this 14 foot, 15 foot tall. Uh, Golden armored, red mane being just standing there. Um, the other individuals are kind of hard to see because the light in here is specifically darkened down. Uh, it's gleaming off the guy's armor, so they probably turned off the lights for that, but just have minimum on there. Uh, okay. As for um, you know, kind of yeah, go ahead. Okay, so uh, so there's nothing else around me too. It's basically a catwalk that I've been on uh, on the edge to try to get up in this this building, right? Yeah. Okay, um, simple then. I'm going to go ahead and use the armor's holographic projectors to hide me, basically just put myself in a corner, um, as well as project, since I can do a range on it, uh, projecting basically the image of some cat just scrambling up the wall, and then that's like moving off to the side once they get around. So basically put it, that's like try to trick them to think that there's just a random alley cat that was going off to the side with the holographic projectors. All right, go ahead. Okay. Come on. Uh, yes, so that is going to be a six at Ascendant. Six at Ascendant, all right. Uh, you activate your, air, your, air, your armor, you begin the cloaking, and as the guy comes walking up, light, you know, light from his uh, assault rifle turns on, and he sees the cat kind of scrambling down, looks outside and can see... Uh, stumbling dock worker and just like, oh, Jesus. All clear, boss. False alarm. Looks like some cat scared a dock worker outside. We're good. <laughs> oh. As for foot high, you come crawling in and can... Black Abigail, you can see the individuals here. You're a little bit closer because of the, vent, uh, the way the vent system's working. So you can hear their conversation a little bit more clearly. Abigail, you'll still get the conversation, but it's a little bit harder to hear the smaller people. The big guy is no problem, but everyone else, you'd have to get technically closer down there for it. The guy who was at you uh, shouted down. But uh, foot high, uh, the conversation continues with the uh, woman wearing a demon mask looking up at the uh, manticle. It's just, look, we made a deal. We held up our ends, and I held up mine. You partially held it up. 
you promised us some some coordinates. You haven't given us that. You want what we've got, so hawk it over. Where's the base at? You said you knew it, so give it over. Fine, I'll get you. I'll give you your coordinates, but you better have. You better just give. You know, lay it out now. So there, it seems that you've caught them in, in the, you know, their uh, hostile negotiations. Hmm. I, I'm gonna get on like, okay, I'm hearing this. What do you want me to do? Can you see them? Well, wait. Do we have a way to contact each other? I assume we would have comms. Okay. So. Uh, I, mean, I, 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 I can I can provide comms to you guys. Okay. Um, I guess yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Thank, okay. Thank goodness for NP. Thank goodness for TACNET being set up already. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Can we? Uh, it's like, do we uh, looking around there? So, do we have a an eye on like the people who are holding them hostage? Without really holding them hostage, or just like in a oh, standoff. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So, How many are there? Very there are four individuals. Uh, uh, Foot hike. You can nail out the four masked people: Spade, Diamond, Hearts, and the masked demon woman, and then the big guy. Yeah. Take some, you know, take some pictures. Okay. Um, are these are these agents of mischief as well? Or are these no? Remember just- the, these the 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 split the mischief said that this is a split off. Uh, a splinter faction, essentially. Remember, like they they left to form their own gang, and that they're crazy, or at least their leader is. So, um, basically, I mean, honestly, we could just let them see how this plays out, and if our target gets in trouble, we can come in to rescue them. And uh, but, like, we should just watch. I mean, honestly, eavesdropping is probably our best play right now because we we're, they outnumber us. Um, yeah, and if we attack now, the big guy will probably join their side. Good thinking, we're cops or something. So, yeah, probably so. So yeah, all right. Um, yeah. Well, if you want to get up here, I can use the armor to get us into a closer position. If you want to, that's if you want to be in with uh, foot high and I. So as you guys are discussing that, the spade comes back out, uh, foot high from the shadow, and has what looks to be this large canister. Uh, with him and places it down. See, here's here's the drugs. We'll hold up our end of the agreements, as you said. Now give us our payments, and that's the base coordinates. You give me those, we'll all back away, and you get what you want. We, I, will get what I want. Deal? Big man? With a grumble, he reaches down and very gingerly starts to uh, scribble something out. You hear a slight and all of a sudden some red liquid starts to pour out from his finger onto the ground as he's writing something out. Takes him a little, you know, he's okay, you film it. Uh, He writes out uh, GPS coordinates uh, longitude and latitude. She quickly, you know, melts that down. Okay, good. All right, coordinates got We'll be, you know, I'll let my boss know. We'll be at that place in a few, in just under an hour. Very good. Okay. She nods and the canisters again, they, the other three back away. You can have your drugs now. We're going to go. We're going to leave out of here. 
If you try to grab them before we leave because you're a fucking giant brute that we hired, well, you hired us, we'll start shooting it and toss it up to who wins. I'm betting me. Someone's sure of themselves. (laughs) But he, uh, the big guy's just like, whatever, just get out of here. Pain's bad enough and I just might kill you to satisfy that. Okay. Bye. And the four of them quickly run out the building. Uh, the moment there, you hear a slam and uh, crates, you can see four individuals come running out past you. See, I told you it was a guy. Shut up and run. Uh, you can see as they're running, uh, something's uh, being held by heart. Wait, so they're outside. I can see them. Yeah, they ran. They ran out uh, another door. Looks like it had been locked. They just shoved it open. And as they're running by, Hart had something, and the, and, uh, the demon woman is just shouting them to run faster. Okay. Uh, what is Hart holding? Uh, looks to be some sort of uh, small canister. Looks like it's got some sort of liquid in there. Um, is this like a, like a grenade of some kind, or is this just like a... Um, okay. Well... I have a crate in hand, so if she does something, I can, I can throw a crate at her. Uh, <laughs> uh, they're they're ignoring you okay. as uh, they've been shot down. It's just some stupid dock worker, so they're that's what they're you know giving you at. Mm-hmm. Plus, they, they they're just ignoring you and running for it. Uh, okay. But- okay. Well, I mean, uh, the dude we we we're trying to find is still in the warehouse, so I'll I'll let them go. I don't really give a shit uh, what they do. Um, All right. Yeah. Uh, so Abigail and Foothigh, you as soon as you hear the door kind of close after the other four of them run out, uh, Mantagold uh, reaches down uh, to the large cylinder and starts to. Uh, God damn it! Uh, he's starting to squeeze it, but it looks like he he's like a kid trying to fight with a childproof uh, lid. Yeah. All right. So. Hmm. Uh, shoot, I don't want to... I want to do something, but at the same time, I don't want it to go off, so... Um, okay. Actually, at this point, uh, foot high, so... Yeah. Okay, you're in, uh, in there as well. Um, we're st- I'm still hidden by the... Uh, it's, uh, by my armor. At least the holographic projection, so I'm gonna be... Uh, it's, uh, can I move in closer? Uh, in sure. the That's like the awning? Okay. I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to allow... First, I'm just going to say letting the armor kind of project my voice. Do you need some help with that? Uh, uh, he's he's looking... He looks around, uh, clearly trying to find the voice, and he's like, who's... Who the fuck are you? So... I don't... Are you, are you backstabbing me? Is that what it is here, Marauder? Huh? I'll fucking no. kill you! Uh, sorry, I know that kind of this is more of a flair for the dramatic. Hold on one second. And then I'll use the armor to create uh, an image of myself, of Abigail in front, although obviously with a uh, mat, uh, helmeted mask in front to kind of obscure that identity. So, okay. Uh, and do you want me to go ahead and roll for that or just say it narratively happens? So, uh, if you're trying to. Are you just trying to appear before him or trying to dis, you know, Calm his situation because he seems to be at a uh, a bit unnerved. That's okay. So um, actually, 
I'm going to I'm going to use the, that to basically create an image in front of him. So I do that, but I'm going to just since it's hard light and it can interact, um, put the hand out to help him open up his container too, and you basically do that as a convince argument. So all right, go ahead. Uh, uh, all right, so. so Okay. I know these are always a problem to do that, but trust me, we're not here to hurt you. Alright. And I'm gonna go ahead and spend a uh one of one of my fate points to give myself a plus two on that, so that'll be five at uh extraordinary. Okay. Uh nice want to convince. Yep. Uh you reach down. Uh he seemingly you just Confused with the situation, but as you seem to be trying to assist uh, in the moment, he kind of just lets his hand down. His hand's massive. He grabs you at all, and as you can see, he's already started to crush the metal cylinder by not thinking about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you'll you be dead in a moment if he actually tries. But yeah, you pop open the cylinder. Looks like they had sealed it up really nice and tight. And as you open it up, nothing inside. Uh, this is what I was afraid of. He, so he pulls it. He pulls it up. Looks at it. Just fucking bitch. Before slamming it and impacting his hand onto the cement ground and causing it to fracture, break, and crush in a little bit. So it makes a little micro crater. So I know this. Uh, I can't imagine how infuriating this is. And but I do have someone with me. That's like who is knowledgeable in biological sciences. If I can in fucking pain you I, I don't know who or what you are, but if you've got a I am literally moments away from just starting to crush things to stop the pain. But if they do that when we can't give you a chance to be able to help you. I have someone with me who might be able to at least temporarily abate that and then find a way to that's like effect a more permanent solution. But we can't do that if we're if you're blowing this entire place up and we're having to avoid you. Okay. Will you give us a uh, chance, please? Uh, you got five, you said, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, given his stuff, that'd actually be enough for spin. So I will say he just goes with it. And for the moments you, in the moment he was, you know, yelling that, uh, you start to really feel the local temperature start to rise. And you felt very quickly beads of sweat coming down your, uh, neck and uh, head there, uh, but that's slowly abating uh, as he seems to be somewhat calming down. But as you're close, you can hear very pained and labored breathing coming from him. Sure. So, and, and like I said, I'm still up at, yeah, technically in the rafters, just basically like controlling it. So I'm up where foot high yep. is at the moment. So, uh, but I nod to him. So, and I uh, say, My colleague's going to come down. So, and again, we. I can't. Like, We're going to try to do what we can to abate the symptoms for right now. Okay? Like, like, Hello, sir. I am a doctor. And while I do that, I'm also going to unlock the door for crates so he can get in. Okay. Uh, I'll come and say, hey, you need some drugs? I can get some drugs in these crates. <clears throat> what? Actually, the hologram does that That's at the same time. It's like, really? Oh, damn it. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I can find Actually, anything in these crates. Okay. I'm, actually gonna, I'm, yeah. actually gonna, I'm actually going to go to the blood on the ground. Like, so, like I'm going to need to examine this for just a minute to kind of get an idea of what kind of painkillers would best work for your physiology. All right, go ahead and do me a science. Uh, Sciency. Yeah, I was going to think what could be. Well, that's super science. What am I saying? 
Uh, I got a three. Superhuman. Three at superhuman. Okay. Uh, you do a quick analyzation of his uh, blood and... Yeah, he's suffering from the... From what your research that you did earlier, yeah, he clearly is suffering from Meg. Uh, his symptom here is unfortunately uh, sustained growth and warping bone. So his size is unchangeable. It's what he's stuck with. So he's stuck being a story tall. Unfortunately, his internal organs looks like a bunch of them are not keeping up. So when he grew to this size, both his internal organs and skeletal structure are mixed match. Some are in the process of either growing to match with him or staying the exact same size. So the amount of treatment he's going to need, at least for the painkiller side of it, you've got a rough idea. And potentially as you kind of look around at the canister, read some of the labels on there and go like, Jesus Christ, this stuff's sort of meant for, those uh, super warrior types, the ones that go super heavy duty, should any person other than a superhuman have them in any small degree, will just die. I'm going to give, I'm going to, you make sure you do it so he's not looking at my face, but do the ye face. Pretty much. He's like, okay, well, I can't, I, I like, all right, sir, I, uh, I think I can prepare you something to alleviate the worst of it. If you'll give me a moment here, I've got to got to let it percolate. I try to like you know craft like a uh, basically the the equivalent of a the equivalent of a painkiller shot. Well, of the gear you have, of the supplies you have with you, you're you'll need a few more components. Uh, you'll need to go you know, get those. Might take you a little bit to get back to your lab for those, unless uh, you have somebody that can bring you in some materials just out of nowhere. Yeah, um, just tell me what you need. I, I bet I bet it's in this crate right here. Uh, like I'll I'll I'll, I'll text you a uh, list of a list of. Uh, oh, he's right there. Yeah, yeah, I'm right here. Hi. Oh, I, oh no, I'm just gonna text it anyway. Just just so you have it on. Just so you have it written out because I don't want to say all these chemical names. They take a while. Okay. Oh yeah, that's a lot of syllables. It's a. It's science. It's, yeah. It's it's science syllables. I, yeah, a lot of a lot of L's and Y's and O's. It's yeah, that's a lot. Um, anyways, uh, let me just punch open this crate and, uh, ah, here we go. Yeah. Here, 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 here's the stuff. Yep. That's as he just materializes the crate. <laughs> oh, Hey, look at that. All the, uh, combat drugs. That's a super battalion would want. Good job. <laughs> so you whip that stuff up together and, uh, based on his level by what you can tell from him, uh, but, oh, wait, I'm actually gonna do the sir on a scale of one to ten. How would you rate your pain? Uh, very loudly, but you know it's probably just a normal voice because he's standing next to you. He goes fifteen. Like, okie dokie then. We'll fix you right up. Uh, the combination of stuff uh, turns into this uh, thick red liquid, uh, which looks very eerily familiar to the stuff that they went running out with crate and in Hartsan. And you start to, foot high, administer it to him. And very quickly you hear it. As the guy goes very limp and starts to very much look comfortable. Like, there he is. Like, like, so has the pain gotten better? Oh, I feel so much better. 
Oh, that feels so much better. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, jeez. Of course, of course, sir. We'll, of course, continue to monitor your situation. Yeah, we should um, get uh, move to, uh, uh, well, you're, you're quite large. Um, let's get a box truck or something. We can, we can move you to a, to a, to a safer place. Um, and yeah, that, that, that's a, oh man, you've had a tough, tough go of it, huh? Let, let, let me go find a box truck and we'll be, we'll, we'll, well someone stay with him. I'll, I'll, I'll go get a truck. I'll yeah, stay we'll with, be I'll here, stay, so. I'll yeah. stay with him. Okay. Right. Uh, one box truck gathering scene later, you guys <laughs> have him in the back bed of the box truck as you are, uh, where do you want to take him? Or is this just to narratively get into that, uh, quiet spot to discuss things with him? Um, yeah, let's, let's take him to, yeah, a, a quiet spot so we can discuss things. Um, cause I don't, I get, I mean, our client definitely does not want to take him, uh, us to bring him bring the giant to him. That's the last no. thing he wants. Yeah. So yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's go. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're, we're, uh, how you doing buddy? Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll just find a, you know, an abandoned place or a forest <laughs> or something. Um, All right. Yeah. Camping. Basically. <laughs> Easy enough. So you, after driving back ways a little bit to New York, you pull off and go off to side roads that eventually just get, you know, you get lost on and just kind of park. And he just kind of is lounging in the back of the bed and just kind of relaxing. It seems like he's, this is the first time in a very long time he's actually felt comfortable. Oh, well, good for you. Um, uh, so, yeah, tell us about what, what's going up with you. I was getting treatment for this and kind of motions to himself. After getting stranded here on Earth, boss kind of just ditched us all, gave everything up for some reason. So we, we were locked up by the ideal. He said we could... Have some kind of small life here. Never really liked it here. It's too mundane. It's not my <laughs> thing. But so they also, Sorry. you know, eh, it's fine, whatever. But there was a bit of problems with me. I was really good at fighting against them and had to be big for that for multiple times. And unfortunately, he motions to himself again. Started happening and they were starting to treat me for it giving me some drugs and tests were run, but eventually they all disappeared and drugs ran out and had to find some stuff that were not on the open market. So I've been busting places from Canada down to here. Got desperate, reached out to those loons that double-crossed me there and just kind of, yeah, that's kind of it. Hmm. So you need long-term treatment, huh? Um, well, the ideal didn't have anything really figured out. They were starting to, but then Ragnarok, I think that's what they call it, right? Yeah. Uh, this is, this isn't to be a problem if we were out in the space. God damn, Gardegam, ditching everything, that whole empire and space, you know. He abandoned his family, you know that? He let his grandfather, Gardegem II, take the fall. That's who died, wasn't him. Oh, well, yeah. Um, well, that's, all that's politics. 
Yeah, whatever. I'm a warrior. I fight my enemies head on. I don't try to slouch or hide behind cowardly things and never was really one for that kind of politics. But anyway, I suppose I don't, I can't just owe you, you know, this wasn't a freebie, I suppose, was it? Uh, you know, we have a lead on a base, um, and, uh, certainly we could use your help to, uh, deal with it. So how about that? Uh, you help us with the base and, um, we, uh, yeah, I mean, sure. I, I, I know foot high here obviously would need, could, uh, could help with long-term treatments, uh, in exchange I, uh, for certain services. I have a doctor. Yeah. Say. Uh, but I mean, you obviously, Foothigh, I would imagine you could find quite a few uses for someone of his particular skill set. Only as a trusted and valued employee. Well, yeah. See? So, how about that? Uh, you help us with this base, and then, um, we, uh, will, uh, then you can work for Foot, foot, foot High here, and in exchange, he'll give you room and board and, you know, treatment. He turns over to you, uh, Foot High's. Do you also have enemies or things that I can do battle against? I don't have any enemies that directly threaten me, but they always seem to pop up. So, you know, nothing now, but next week, who knows? Well, I mean, well, as that another base, alternative. We, yeah, I mean, I mean, well, I mean, who knows what's in that base? It's unopened. Oh, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be something horrible. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm hoping not Kansas City horrible, but well. <laughs> Yeah, not well. Everything. As an alternative, though, are how familiar are are you with the underground? No, I don't know what this Kansas City is, but it sounds absolutely disgusting. I would enjoy lay, laying waste to any creatures that would spawn from such a place. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, spawning creatures from Kansas City. <laughs> as for this underground, I don't really know much about it. I've haven't really been. Keeping a low profile. Most of the stuff I was doing was up north in a place called Canada. I only had to come down this far south because the places that I was at, the local heroes started to inflict more damage upon me than I could handle. Okay. Well, in turn, just it, that's like the underground is a haven for anybody more. That's like either alien, mystical, or empowered. So they help keep people off of the. That's like the EPSA's radar. They will help provide. That's like lodging or resources if necessary. That's where I came to be after most of my run-ins. That's like with the current law. I know I don't really. It's I seem more or less human, but I'm actually from a parallel Earth. So at this uh, point. I couldn't tell you otherwise. You Earthlings, or if that's whatever you call yourselves, all look the same to me. I'm it's, told that's I'm told that's uh, rude, but honestly, I'm from the galactic space angle, so everybody here. Uh, well, there's a lot others different from the others, but they still at least brought me into the fold. And uh, if you're willing to put up with a psychotic unicorn, you know you can have other people to fight. Honestly, we can give you let you fight with a psychotic unicorn kind of blinks the fuck's a unicorn i think we have a lot to talk about but if nothing if you need that we can find a safe outlet for for um your look exercise. let's let's cut to what i assume will also be your guys's chase you want the base you or you have a base mm-hmm. you want to go to yeah yes uh, yeah in fact let me go let me go call our 
our contact and uh, get those coordinates. Let them know. Yeah. So I am going to right. step aside and contact our client. Uh, All right. Yeah. Say, hey, good news. He's picked up from no, no, honey. It's just, it's just the uh, the delivery guy. I uh, was calling for supplies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, it's you. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Oh, great. Hey, how's it going? Oh, great news. We uh, we found we found the the thing that you wanted us to find. Awesome. I'm so happy you were able to get the supplies in. Yeah. So when can I expect? Uh, when can I? When can the delivery be made? And how much do I owe you? Uh well, I mean, he's he's right here. Uh, so, you know, we, we, we were actually just going to go, if you could just give those coordinates right now, we could, uh, you know, we, we, I mean, we took care of the problem. Uh, he, he's, uh, not going to be robbing any more facilities or anything like that. Um, oh, that's great. That's great to hear. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm glad you could take on some extra help to get those things in. And don't worry. I'll send your, I'll send the payment right now. Okay. Uh, hope you don't mind, uh, Doge. Is that okay? Uh, well, we, we, we agreed on the, the coordinates. I know. I have the wife's here, man. Okay. Come on. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doge is fine. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. No problem. I'll send you I'll send you it right away. Uh talk to you again soon, Crate. Bye-bye. About a, a few seconds later, you get uh a, a message sent to you. It's a uh, GPS coordinates. Okay. All right. Wait, wait, wait. Isn't it the same coordinates that he wrote on blood in blood on the floor? Uh you take a look at the phone. Yes. Yeah. Like, oh bollocks. What? Like, coordinates for the base are the same ones you gave to those guys. Uh, few people knew about that base. That bo- that one belonged to uh, Volcano. Yep. <sighs> well, oh dear. Yep. I don't know. Well, you asked me. You did me the solid. They've also got another dose of the stuff you gave me, so... As payments, I'll take that, but I'll handle oh, that group. The only one who's a real threat is Marauder, the gal in the demon mask. That's what they're called, right? Those. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Those are what you call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's wearing that for fun. She herself is already, from what she was rambling about, she's been to use some of those super soldier drugs you humans here have mixed up. She, those horns are actually hers. Your skin. <laughs> well, you'll see her when we see her. Anyway, yeah. You get us there. I'll deal with them. You can get inside. Okay. Um, Maybe I'll turn the defenses on them. Uh, where are the coordinates? Like, how far are they? And are they on land or are they? Yep, they're in land. They're actually in the Midwest of the United States, about 50 miles uh, away from Wichita, Kansas. Oh, that's going to be a bit of a drive. Um, but we do have a box truck that we acquired legitimately. <laughs> well, you, legit. Yeah. Well, you do have a super scientist, and with a with a couple of supplies from a few box crates, you could potentially do a makeshift teleporter. I'm sure with a super genius like him, you, you could probably knock it out pretty. Oh, quick. yeah, that's a good point. Hey, look, I I have this. I I found this crate right here full of teleportation machine supplies. Oh, that's awesome. I could probably whip up a teleporter in just a few moments here. Alright. Why is that particle accelerator say IKEA? That's that's not important right now. I think no, that's no. very important. I, I recognize that. That's space IKEA. It's actually quite a common thing up there. That's a thing. Do they have meatballs? What, you guys, 
Yeah. You guys don't know about space Ikea? I mean, we have Ikea, Ikea. Oh, that would be the local guys. Okay. You're probably, okay. So let me tell you. So Ikea is actually the galactical space company. And what they do is, as he starts testing. (laughs) 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 So uh, very quickly, uh, Foot High, you go to and fro. Get a little help from Abigail, Crates, and even... Uh, uh, Mantigold here and there, but yeah, you put together a teleporter, and you guys will <laughs> teleport right to the base coordinates, and as you guys arrive, uh, normally, the Kansas area is pretty clear-skied, as it were, high heats, but over the last year or so, the region itself from Kansas to most of the Midwest, it says, has started to get a lot more turbulent weather. And as you guys kind of teleport in, uh, high winds have kind of picked up and a very storm-ridden sky is just kind of crackling over you. As uh, Manticore just kind of looks around. I knew the coordinates. I don't see the door. Any of you? I will look around. Okay. I have alertness. And I will make a notice check as well. Go ahead. And I, uh, well, let's, well, 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 it's a plus zero. So I get, uh, I, sorry. (laughs) Chris Sark. What? Aaron, how'd you roll that? He rolled. It was me. (laughs) He rolled social media, which is an automatic fail. (laughs) Um, I saw one for get- a gecko a few days ago on Twitter. Mm. All right, uh, that is going to be a plus four at uh, extraordinary. Plus four extraordinary. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, I will say while you guys had some downtime, oh. you also researched uh, the hero that he said. Uh, mm-hmm. Volcano uh, was a geological hero. Uh, he was kind of a lesser hero uh, for a little while. Mostly dealt with more things related to the Earth as such. So anytime there was more a a terrestrial issue that had to do with somebody messing with something on uh, with the Earth itself, he would be involved with that. Uh, but a few months prior to Ragnarok, he started to gain a lot more clout. Seemed he had done something important with some sort of uh, thing in the... U.S. Capitol, uh, well, something in D.C. involving Omega, but you kind of had to sk- you skim past that because you were just kind of looking for other stuff. Uh, yeah, so geological, he's a ge- he used geothermal stuff uh, primarily to, from your understanding, was his specialty. So looking about, he'd have more, for a hidden base, he'd probably have more of it hidden in a rock face of some kind. And as the four of you are kind of moving about, you see the area that you've rented in does have a lot more uh, mountainous rock seeming to kind of pop up. And after looking about for a bit, you find what's supposed to be a rock formation. But looking to and fro, it's one of those, wait, this doesn't look the same way if I step to the left here. What's this? It's like one of those natural sort of illusions that you don't pay attention to as you're walking straight by. So Mm -hmm. you turn around, look, and, oh, 
you grip one of the stones there, and as you kind of just work at it, it starts to pop. It pops open, and you give it a spin, changing the look of the rock and shove it in. And all of a sudden, you guys hear this large as rock face of stone just moves and opens up to reveal a large doorway. Looks to be large enough for a vehicle to squeeze in through there. Oh, well, okay. let, let, let's back, back, back it up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, well, maybe we should let our large friend, uh, uh, you know, uh, go in first. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh he he walks he walks up, you see his hand just kind of open up as uh the shine the shimmeringness of his armor kind of fades and his armor moves across his flesh down over onto his arm before becoming this blade nearly of sh- of shimmering gold and other materials as he just winds and pulls back and stabs into the door then moves his hands it starts to redo it reshape and grips it both with both hands and just opens the door. You hear the harsh grinding of gears before as he's prying it open, it's fighting before about not even a quarter way open. It just gives and he just shoves it open. Huh? Power gave out on the door. This, you know, his sword or whatever goes back over and turns back into the armor that coats his body. Looks like a power gave out or something happened with the door. Looks like it couldn't hold up. Oh. I'm sure nothing bad's going on. Uh. Uh. All right. Uh. Well, let's let's head in. Um. And see what we can find. Um. Yeah. All right. Uh. As a lot of you head in, uh, don't need to make a roll for this. You hear, motherfucker. As all of a sudden, uh, Matagor just goes as a explosion hits the back of his head and he kind of crashes into the rock and turns around uh, behind you having seemed to teleport in because you guys can see where you teleported in is this scorched bit of earth uh, another set of scorched bit of earth has appeared and you see four individuals have arrived as well oh no not four individuals um yeah. <laughs> not those four <laughs> individuals yeah that's those four, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, with that, uh, Manticold Mat- just kind of turns and says, all right, I'll get my payments now, taken care of, go inside, I can handle this one. Well, four, I guess. Okay. You sure? But only really one. If I'm not, you can, you can take care of it afterwards. She's not going to be, a ha- she's not going to be a handful after I'm done with her. As he just walks over, uh, walks over to him. The only one who's not kind of backing away is uh, the one he said is supposed to be Marauder, the leader of this group, right. and she she's uh she's dead sprinting towards him. Oh no, it's an anime battle. <laughs> <laughs> it will be if you stick around. Yeah, it's gonna get uh, get away before there's a shockwave when they hit each other. Yeah, we really need to be in in here now. Yeah. All right, you guys. Well, let's, you guys right, let's get let's get to work. Yeah. All right, you guys proceed inside, and yeah, as you run inside, you hear this whoosh, sort of shockwave happen that just kind of r- brushes over your guys' back. Uh, we pan back over to the to where that happened. The other three guys who were there just go ah and fall backwards from the sheer shock. But that's not important anymore. What is important is that you guys are now inside the base. Yay! 
Yay! Start looting! <laughs> yeah, just getting everything we can, so... Alright, so you quickly start going through. Uh, thankfully, uh, Lokodor wasn't one of those, I'm a con- uh, I built my base for you know, defense, all this... Uh, you, you guys can know he's got defenses, because it's an ideal base, but it looks like he's running out... Of, but the power seems to be running on emergency power, because what should have popped out of the wall... Start still, like lasers start to kind of go, but as they pop out, they they just go, hey. And that happens multiple times as, as you're walking in and start looting things, defenses turn on, but they go, <clears throat> constantly. Like they're so, losing power or that they just have been deactivated? It looks like there was power, but then it was cut from them. Okay. Um, so. But I can you check? Uh, is there a panel or anything that uh, a systems panel you can check to see if this there's somebody else? I'm sure I can, I'm sure I can find somewhere to, to tap in. Yeah, we need to make sure to see if somebody else is in order to hear. All right, you can easily find a control panel and begin to access it. Uh, go ahead and give me a super science roll. That's uh, a four. Four. Uh, it takes you a little bit of work because as you activate it, the screen turns off. So you have to do a bit of rerouting. Uh, tear open a bit of the paneling. As you guys are inside, you can feel shakes uh, coming from outside, probably from where this really anime-heavily inspired uh, fight would be going on, but uh, that's not where we're focusing on. Oh no, they're spending most of their animation budget on this fight. Um, My god! That means we're safe. Yeah. (laughs) Oh no. At least our budget's yeah, our budget's safe. We're, we we have a we have a properly managed budget, and we're doing the right level of stuff for it. Anyway, <laughs> you've rewired the panel and have made it to where, as you activate it again, it tries to shut down but stays on. And you quickly get readings such as power uh, cells depleted, backup cells depleted, thermal energy reserves nearing critical. Oh well, I mean, I'm sure that's fine. Uh, does that mean that we're about to, you know, have to run away from magma? It sounds like we have to run from magma. Uh, from from what you can type away through there, uh, Futai, looks like he was using geothermal uh, power to basically create electricity for his base. So tapping into the natural environment, uh, the natural resources of the planet. Uh, looks like because he's not here to kind of manipulate that, he was using it. It seems like that's what he did with his powers. It's running out of power. And doesn't look like it as far as a base blowing up, but it looks like as you're kind of digging through, oh, he had his laboratory a little bit further in and uh, yeah, he's got some stuff locked up down there too. You guys have been looting through uh, what looked to be the standard ideal here's in case of emergencies or where other Ideal members can just kind of teleport into. So a little bit of a storage area, but also a bit of a meeting place. So you guys have been looting some decent stuff, but looks like if you move a little bit further inside, you can get some better stuff. Okay. I, I had in. Yep. Okay. Yep. Running after as well. So we should not be separated. No, 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 no. Just, just right. grabbing things and stuffing them in a big duffel bag I have. I'll never go adventuring right. without a duffel bag. <laughs> I guess I'm ah. after I'm after tech and inf- tech and dat- data. Yeah. Okay. As uh, you guys proceed inside, you again same situation uh, as you're proceeding and activating things. 
to open the way. Uh, they're shutting down pretty quick because they're a non-necessity function at this point, apparently, according to the base. So uh, if anyone would like to, well, one door opens up. Foot high, you can squeeze through no problem because, you know, you're very small. But for Abigail and Crate, you're going to need to pry the door open somehow. Oh, I can phase through doors, remember. It's one of my crate powers. Uh, <laughs> oh, is, is, is this your no-clip mode? It is my no-clip mode. I have to, I have to <laughs> I, I, I shove a crate next to the door, and then I can just glitz through it. Uh, I hate that so much because I get <laughs> stuck because of that shit. <laughs> yeah, well, you got to have skills. You got to practice. Got to got to perfect that tech. Uh, all right. Um, so at least for this, I it's like, is this just a power situation where it's not it won't open or is it more? Uh, could I override it possibly? It's mostly power. If you can, if you want to try and do a tech skill to kind of do what uh, Foot High did, which is reroute some power to this door, you could. Or if you want to try might to just kind of shove the thing open. <laughs> I'm not really that strong. Overall, Fair so. Um, you know what? It yeah. So um, actually, looking around, uh, Spice Avant notice to see if there's an alternative route around. Like to because uh, I'm I, I'm good at security, but not necessarily at just rerouting tech. So fair enough. Okay. Uh, that'll be a three. Three. There's not a whole lot you can see immediately to move around. Looks like this guy kept this as his primary uh, research place. You know, just more straight to and fro. No, you know, hidden pathways or really easily accessible doorways. However, that doesn't change ventilation and doesn't change wirings above. So if you want, yeah, if you want to try and get around, you can climb up that way and see where the uh, shafts can lead you. Okay. Uh, So let's see. That'll be, I guess that would bore me be an athletics check. So, all right. Uh, That will be a re-rolled athletics check. So, that's better. So uh, that'll be six uh, normal. All right. Uh, that's well more than enough as you put, you know, the corridor you went down is close enough that you can press yourself up a little bit. Uh, feet on one side of the wall, kind of lean over, get your hand on the other, punched open a paneling above uh, and climbed up into the wires and ducts there. Crawl, you know, crawling around a little bit. Uh, crate, you glitched through, and foot high, you glitched through. Uh, but you can hear some rummaging coming from above. Uh, likely that's uh, as you heard Abigail say, "I'll be right back." Uh, going through, she'll probably be with you in a minute. But the two of you uh, enter into the secondary room, and yeah, looks like this is more where uh, Volcano was setting up his own personal lab and has just. A lot of good stuff here. Okay. I, uh, yeah, I just grab the stuff I think is most valuable. If I'm not sure, I'll ask Foot High, like, how about this? 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 No, it's this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this thing. Oh, man, this like, is. Oh. Like that's like that. Like, that's a refrigerator. Wait, what? If it, it's more valuable if it's glowing green or blue? Uh, that depends. I mean, blues usually means ionizing radiation, so it could be valuable, but, okay. you know, uh, so take both of them. I mean, I'm gonna have to make room. I'm gonna I'm gonna need another duffel bag pretty soon. Do you yeah. see a duffel bag or something? Uh, Mr. Yeah, yeah. Your your Mr. Burlap is starting to get a little bit of a frowny uh, frowny expression on there. Yeah, we should. Usually means he's getting too full. 
No, no. Yeah. I mean, I don't suppose you have anything to help carry. You, you can't really exactly carry a whole lot, can you? Foot high. Uh, yeah, I'm not exactly, you know, carry stuff. Well, maybe see if you can download some valuable data or something. Oh, I've been like, I, I always do that. Okay. Uh, as you guys are quickly suggesting that, there's another large uh, crash, uh, likely from outside where the fight's going on, and it causes the ceiling that you, uh, above you guys to kind of cave a bit, and some of the ceiling kind of falls, and Abigail, you come, uh, the duct you've moved through starts to give, and suddenly goes, falls forward and crashes down. You roll out without a problem, but now and you're in the room now. Okay. I meant to do that constantly, and then just start going through things, so. <laughs> I meant to do that. I meant yep. to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's exactly how I wanted that to look. Yep. <laughs> Uh, eventually, you guys uh, load up your sacks, load up whatever you're carrying, and you're looking good. There is one more wo- uh, room you see. There's a heavy-duty door set up on there. Uh, Foot height, you saw that that's actually where the remaining bit of power is actually being held to, is that door. Okay. So I guess like, the very last thing that base power is trying to keep closed is that door? Yeah. Hmm. How about we don't open that? Is there, any, um, is there yeah. any way to tell? I mean, I could go through it, but do I want to go through it? Maybe? Maybe not. Uh, is there any readout or something else we could get information from that's still powered? Yeah, sure. There's um, there's another panel over here. Okay, uh, go ahead and uh, I'll try that uh, Spice Vaughn to gather information from that to see if we could figure out what's in there. Sure, go ahead. All right. Don't be a magma monster. Don't be a magma monster. Uh, I'm going to spend one more on that since that <laughs> sucked. Rip. So, uh, so I have two fate points left. Okay. Not great, but that'll at least be a two at extraordinary. All right. You uh, access the terminal. Bit of power is in this one, not the one that you would have to reroute through, but you can check. And uh, quick uh, going through there. You see that it's actually labeled uh, artifacts from. Let's see here, well, uh, holdings for ideal personnel, uh, collections from certain uh, alien crash sites, as well as specimens, and looks to be uh, rocks that he had been studying. So it seems to be a mixture of ideal. Sensitive information, as well as uh, some unique study items that he was working with. So, potentially very, very valuable information, as well as unique items that could easily fetch a high price. Okay, um, I'll hand my duffel bag to... Well, I'll empty out my duffel bag, um, or, or give it to Abigail, and uh, I'll, I'll phase in through the door and grab that stuff and come back. Okay. Yeah. So uh, you guys watch as the crate as crate crates down a crate and then zip, through the door uh, crate. You begin looking around and ho, there's definitely some different color glowy bits here as well as some uh, looks like some pads of uh, data here and there. Looks like you a few memory cards stored. Uh, so, yeah, looks like this is uh, one of those little private labs he had. And start loading up uh, Burlap Jr., one of those mm-hmm. little side satchel bags. 
Uh, it fills up pretty quick, mostly with the small stuff that you know will be quite you know quite valuable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you're working away, uh, you kind of have to move things around. You see that there are five large rocks that are uh, placed on little on little pedestal areas that are kind of sealed up a little bit. Uh, they're in uh, heavy duty glass containers, oh. so those look to be uh, the rocks that Abigail mentioned. Oh, okay. I check for traps. No traps. Okay. <laughs> as your roll will say, I kind of jumped the gun, assuming that, yeah, you're probably not going to roll too bad on this one. It yeah. doesn't look like, as you take a look around, uh, there's no, yeah, there's no traps, no, like, laser turrets. If there had been, you'd, uh, well, everything looked like it was going to the door. It doesn't look like anything was, it, there's not any major power in here. There's kind of a dull lighting, but most of it's just, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, then I will uh, grab those rocks. Uh, All right. And uh, uh, tell uh, phase back through the door. <laughs> and All right. Like, All right. Uh, yeah. the, the rocks themselves are fairly hefty. Uh, they seem to be rather small. You know, they see it was a little odd. They were on larger stools than they need to. It's kind of like one of those museum pieces where small rocks in a large case sort of events. Yeah. Probably had some some sort of equipment he was using on them, so eh, it should be fine. Yeah, it's fine. But everything yep, you guys, yep. Uh, with that, uh, it looks to be everything in the base that you've gotten. Cool. Well, let's head. So, let, yeah. let's head out. I'm sure it's all working out. I'm sure our, our yeah, new no, buddy we, we is yeah. taking out those uh, those four baddies. Um, well, actually, maybe someone should scout before we we all head out with the loot, like. Okay, I'll go ahead and do that. Uh, I'll just go into the base under that's uh, under cloak for the, the armor, just to make sure that nobody else is following us. Okay, uh, you're running okay. out. Yep, uh, and I'm going to go ahead and roll on the armor uh, on the uh, air armor to make sure that nobody. Well, it's like that. I am completely hidden. Oh, go ahead. All right, uh, that will be a plus five ascendant. Okay, so you run outside. Uh... The three card members aren't anywhere to be seen. However, uh, you get outside just in time for that point in the anime where they have the rules of nature scene going on, where uh, Manticold swung down his blade and uh, Marauder seems to have is blocking it by pressing both hands together. And it's completely sparks flying everywhere, dramatic music, which should be playing. Uh... They com- they're completely exhorted with fighting each other and do not know uh, pay you any mind, even though you're invisible and they can't see you. We don't need to be a part of that, so. <laughs> nah, no, no, not at all. Uh, you'll note that there are, because they're doing this garden, you know, this little thing, uh, a lot of the wind in the area is really kicking up. A lot of stuff's just kind of zooming around. So the storm, the, the kind of weather you came out to has certainly really started to pick up from this fight. All right, uh, so it reported back to everybody else. Yeah, we really might need a teleportation crate at some point, or getting the, the teleporter we have online. Are you, are you telling me that my work's going to collapse? That's ridiculous. Well, I mean, no, we, I we just, did say we would help that giant dude out, so, like, maybe yeah. we should help him with the fight, because... Hey, by got, the way, crate? Yeah. Do you have those rocks in hand, like you're mm-hmm. holding on them, or are they yeah, in the sack? Yeah. No, I'm holding them. All right. Okay, uh, you start to feel... You're starting to be tugged by the rocks. They're they're pull. They start to kind of move you towards the exit there. Oh well, oh, oh, the rocks are doing anything. 
Um, uh, do, do the rocks are doing anything, guys? Yep, guys. Foot hike. What? What, 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 what do they do? What? What? What, uh, what does this mean? It's it's it, it starts feeling like uh, yeah no it's 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 kind of like a, let's go this way kind of like someone kind of you know nugging at your uh, like a shirt or something then all of a sudden becomes no we're going this way no I'm going this way and as this this feelings just get gets worse and worse as your move as it's leading you further outside you also feel like the winds picking up and coming down the corridor and the rocks themselves are starting to grow. First, they were kind of like large rocks, the kind of thing that would fit inside uh, a person's hand. Mm-hmm. Now they're getting to the size of bricks. Now mm-hmm. they're going uh, cinder blocks. Uh, at this point, yeah, they're just they're just growing. Like, uh, is this a problem? I I I I don't know. You tell me. You're the smart guy. It's like a problem. Like, I'm gonna jump jump on one of the crate uh, the rocks and try to figure out what the hell's going on. All right, <laughs> super science. Three, three, uh. It's definitely not a naturally occurring phenomenon. This is clearly <laughs> something that should not be naturally occurring in the world. And as you're trying to get, you know, you're poking at it, you know, trying to get readings, uh, as you go in for another time, the rock splits open and this red glowing light kind of emerges and then focuses it on you. On who? And you, foot high. Oh, goody. As you see it kind of, the rock again, split a little bit more. The one you're standing on, uh, as it's growing, begins to become more pointed. And all of a sudden, you all, well, for Crate, the rocks have just become too big and they're basically too heavy. You well, you got to let them go. Okay. You got to let them go, man. Yeah. So at, at a, as you do, uh, foot high, uh, they start to float. The one you're on, again. Very much glowing, becoming more of this, uh, like a pointed triangle, uh, with a huge wedge in the center of it. And the other ones start to also take these weird shapes. And again, they're also splitting open in these little red slots, and a light is emerging as you look at it. Is it radiation? Uh, you're not getting any radiation from it. Well, that's good. So, I mean, what else? Teleporting it? Uh, as you are trying to figure that out, it, it be, the wind just overwhelms the corridor. Uh, Abigail, where were you at? Were you at the, as the scene from outside is happening, where were you at? Were you still at the front of the doorway leading into the base or were you just outside it? Uh, just outside of it too, because I was trying to figure out a way to get, uh, secure our way to either help our friend or get over to the teleporter. Okay. Uh, as you're kind of standing there. As I said, the wind's blowing really around. All of a sudden, you feel it just become focused and goes right down past you and is blowing you into the base, it feels like. Uh, at the moment, you're just gripping against uh, the rock here to not get blown in. Uh, foot high, you feel, and same with you, Crate, feel a gust of wind uh, come hurling down the corridor, and all of a sudden, the rocks themselves floating begin to develop uh, columns of wind around them like many tornadoes and they shoot off and head right over towards the exit. Oh, well, we, uh, should we, I think we should deal with that. Yeah. They're free now. Yeah. Let's, let's go see what they're up to. Uh, I follow after the rocks. 
All right. Uh, as you fall off the rocks, uh, Abigail, the wind for a brief moment dies down, then kicks back up the from within the you know, from within the corridor leading into the base, and out come the rocks. Glitch had been holding now at a massive size, and all of a sudden, uh, as you, as the three of you are now outside, as uh, Marauder and Mantigold also who were. About to do the final, oh, here's where the scene of this fight ends. They stop and look up as the rocks begin to grow and grow and grow. And all of a sudden, the individual columns build together. And a thing emerges before all of you. It is a massive tornado. It appears to have both arms made of tornadoes and a main column of it and all of a sudden the five rocks align within it the one that had been turning into that weird triangle shape fully breaks and this red entity emerges and that's when all hell happens the wind the rocks everything in the everything around you begins to break and tear apart next thing any of you know no goes dark well, that was an interesting end. Everything's that's, fine. Everything's yeah, everything's fine. <laughs> as you as you as you're all just kind of well, what's going on? Why is everything dark? You hear a bloop bloop, and uh, a calm voice says, "Well, I didn't expect you three down here so soon. Oh well." At least I can make your journey across the sticks very comfortable. Oh, no. What? As the light in your eyes kind of clicks up and you're on a boat going down a river. Well, it should it should be a river, but it's uh, looks to be boiling red hot and a robed figure is just kind of moving it along. Said, oh. Welcome to Hades. I will be your boatman, Charon. And that is where we're going to end. Shit, Mom um, was right. No. <laughs> Speed run out of hell. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yep. Uh, <laughs> interesting. Uh, so I see this is why this is a part one of three adventure. Uh, yep. Okay. Yep. So. <laughs> or, or do we just stay dead? Uh, <laughs> well, I yeah. will let that be for everyone else to wonder about. But uh yeah, welcome to Gold Standard. It is part one of a three-part scenario that is known as God Cell. And I give you all credit, you have met the creature who will be the big crux of God Cell. It is and thanks to well, unintentionally uh, you guys have released the Akaiju out into the oh, world. Oh, God, not another one! <laughs> yeah, Kaiju. Yeah. Why does it always lead to Kaiju? Well, I don't know. So far, it's led to space, giant robots, but that's a that's a whole other story for, for another time. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, yeah. Any uh, comments, questions, or suggestions? Nope, that was interesting. So, like, at least a good, a, a very interesting cutoff point there. <laughs> so yeah, just like, yeah, you died. 
Did you? <laughs> hey, sometimes, sometimes you die. Sometimes you die. It's just a thing that happens. Yep. Although um, I'm going to be asking Karen a lot of pointed questions. Uh, a lot of this coming back on like, no, I know you. I literally know you. <laughs> oh, that's kind of, that. And that will be explained in part two. So don't worry. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, it's fun. Um, <laughs> oh, glad you like it. I have questions, but obviously they're, they're, they're oh, like, many questions. yeah, what will happen next yes. is the biggest one. So we'll just, have <laughs> oh yeah, fine. Don't out. worry that yeah. it will be, it will be worth it. I guarantee you that. Cool. Okay. Nice. All right. We'll talk to you all later. Bye. Later. Bye. Uh, oh, wait, before we go, Bye. Micah, do you have anything you want to plug? Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, you can find me, Micah. I go by Gray Walker. Uh, you can find me on Twitch at Above the Tabletop. Uh, where we do miniature model painting and sometimes play some video games. Other than that, uh, much like another friend of the podcast, I'm kind of a uh, podcast Ronin. All right. Uh, fair enough. And uh, Aaron, anything you want to plug? Uh, you can always reach me at, uh, at Aaron Karsten on Twitter uh, and uh, also take a look at a Raillery podcast streaming for uh, video game uh, po- streaming on Twitch for with the uh, rotating members of the RPPR cast. Yeah, and Tom. Continue to love RPPR. It is our it is our friend and, and <laughs> colleague. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Uh, appreciate Thanks, Tom. it. Uh, all right, we'll talk to you all next time. Bye. All right, later. Bye, Bye everybody.